there, like wheels, like life insurance policies, all that. Like she on top of that kind of shit. Let me read this. Uh, let me throw this in there real quick. Let me biology book. All right, uh, microbiology and introduction, tenth edition. All right, biology book. In a biology book, they talking about vaccines. Let's come to the clinical focus from morbidity to mortality. Richard report uh, the wealth health world health problem. Watch this. It says in 1920, prior to the development of the measles vaccine, nearly 500,000 cases of measles occurred with over 7,500 deaths in the United States. In 2007, only 30 cases of measles were reported in the United States. So we go from 500,000 to 30 cases based off of vaccinations. All right. But that's in this country. Watch this. However, measles is still endemic in many countries, meaning like in countries they have a problem with measles, okay? However, measles is still an endemic in many countries. Worldwide, there are 70 million cases each year. I'm gonna say it again, 70 million cases each year. Measles is still one of the top 20 causes of death, killing six children per day. I'll read this again for all y'all comfortable Negro pins chilling in the United States, denying uh, vaccines and telling people not to get it. You can do this because you're surrounded by people that are vaccinated. Okay, I'm gonna read this again. However, measles is still an endemic in many countries worldwide. There are 70 million cases each year. Measles is still one of the top 20 causes of death killing 600 children per day. What would happen if we stopped vaccinating against measles? If there were no vaccines, there would be many more cases of disease. Along with more disease, there would be serious sequels and more deaths. Some vaccine preventable diseases are still quite prevalent in other parts of the world. As occurred, in this case, travelers can unlikely bring these diseases to the United States. And if we were not protected by vaccines, these diseases could spread quickly throughout the population, causing an endemic here. So y'all can play like vaccines aren't part of a, of a healthy community and a healthy culture. It absolutely is. Viruses don't have no picks. They pick the old, the young, and the new. The black, the white, the green, and the purple people that live on this earth. All right? They don't say, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna get you because you're eating elderberries and fruits and vegetables. That's not how it works, right? When they teach biology in school, biology textbooks, they're mentioning vaccines because it's essential for thriving communities to be properly educated is essential for survivability in 2022. Viruses seek to infect you. RNA viruses are the oldest viruses on planet Earth. As a matter of fact, sex was actually a response to viruses. Part of our genome has viruses in it. Sex, having babies, 
was part of the system trying to develop more variation so the virus and the bacteria wouldn't kill you. That's why your genes recombinate. That's why diversity in your genes are important. So you don't pass on certain diseases over and over and over again caused by viruses. Man, your immune system is incredible. It has the codes to all viruses created. But vaccines actually train your immune system. So you ain't got to go through that. Man, pay attention. People is dying, man. A good friend of mine. Man, see, they made this thing a secret. Like you can't even, you can't even say that somebody actually got sick and almost died in public based off of their buffoonery. They get mad at you. Why you say? Because nigga, you wasn't listening when I told you to listen. So I'm gonna bring one of my friends on, let him tell you all story about he about how he denied vaccines and wanted to take the elderberries and the fruits and vegetables. I'm gonna give him a break right now. Somebody close to me. All right. And I'm going to bring them on. I'm going to tell you their story. At this point, they're like, man, I'll take whatever the fuck they got to give me. There is no black power ambulance. There is no uh, uh, vegan uh, hospital. There, you know, there's no uh, uh, quote unquote ambulance with the naturopathic symbol on it coming to get you when your ass gets sick. So while y'all promote anti-vaccines, if I accept what you're saying and get sick, I still got to call the very hospitals and ambulances that you got me saying don't fuck with. Because at the end of the day, man, check this out, man. Bullshit walk and money talk. They put a lot of money in making sure these vaccines has been affordable for us. They put a lot of money in research and technology over the years to make sure that they're ready for the next virus that comes. Viruses are undefeated, man. They're not going nowhere. Measles ain't left. All the things we've been vaccinated against ain't went nowhere. It's just waiting for you to slip up. Waiting for you to say, hey, man, we good. Waiting for opportunities like now. It ain't over with. We're still in a pandemic. People let their guards down, they're drained, they're tired of talking about it. This is when a lot of people around you going to get got. Because guess what? America don't really give a fuck about you. They just want you to get vaccinated so you can take your ass back to work. This motherfucker needs to be opened up 24-7 for it to make sense. It's always been about the money in America. And vaccines is an efficient way to make sure you're not dying before you go to work. I just wanted to throw that out there for the people, man. And sorry to hear that about your friend, Concrete Coy, man. I know it's on your heart, bro. Uh, you know, I fought and made sure all my friends got vaccinated. There was no, there was no way you was gonna get past me. And and there's a few like 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 Donald. You know what I'm saying? Dumb. I'm saying it. Just dumb. Yeah, you you're left out there, bro. Andre. Yeah, I'm calling your name out, bro. Yeah, yeah, Andre. Yeah, I know. Yeah, nigga. You foolish on this sad subject matter, yo. Watch yourself out there in these corona streets, bro. Somebody else hit that mic, man. Peace, God killer. Peace, God killer. How you doing? That was a powerful build. Good, bro. Everything you said was on point. Our generation, the MMR vaccine, 
there's a generation of kids growing up that don't know what measles are, that don't know what mumps are, that don't know what rubella are, don't know what chicken pox are, all because they were vaccinated as babies. That's why this discussion from the beginning up and the onset made no sense to me. Everyone having this discussion is vaccinated. Everyone having this discussion that's alive today has been part of the vaccine program as a kid. That's why they're alive today to be arguing against vaccines. It makes no logical sense. People are dying and we make excuses. We don't That's crazy. That's crazy, Cedric. Hold on, not to interrupt. I Unc told me about my, my behavior too. I I we had a long discussion today today too about my behavior. And, and, and believe me, I see it. Everybody see it. Everybody who know me see it. So I'm working on that. You know what I mean? But don't worry about it. But uh man, uh you said it's crazy, Cedric, because you said they they got vaccinated in order to be able to be here alive, having hey, a he put it in the chat. Hey, he put, hey my fault, Corey. We got another link or something, yo. I did. I put it in the chat, right? Is that does that one I, work, uh, Jackie? A new link? No, because this this stream is off right here. Right, uh, uh, and put us on another string. He cut it in half, so I got the Zoom. Oh, we good. It's still running. I see. That's slick. Right. Slick. Yeah, That's so I slick put the Zoom right. link in Seamlessly. There. Good job. Good job, Chef, with that one. That's a good job. Go ahead. Keep bad going. Boy. My fault. Chef bad boy, a bad boy, ain't he? Yes, sir. Again. Uh, Jackie, let me know, or somebody let me know if this link actually works. Sometimes the link don't work every now and then. But, um, yeah, y'all go. What, what was I? I forgot where I where I was at. If anybody wanted to chime in, uh, you no, you was you was uh you was not letting me run a stop sign, and and that's yeah, what we do yeah. around here. I wanted sign. to stop you right there because that was a good stop sign too. Like these people have been vaccinated, right? So that they can grow up and have an anti-vax argument with us. That's what the vaccine's done for them. It kept them alive so that they can grow up and have an anti-vax argument with us. But the, it's crazy, Cedric, when you say the, the irony of that, right? The, the irony of that is so crazy, man. Yeah, it's it's it like from the beginning, like two years ago, I said the way we're gonna get out of this pandemic is by the advent of a vaccine. Watching the way it was spreading and that it's killing people, I know we needed a vaccine. Now I was I was off with my timing. I said like uh, based on the conventional vaccines, I said at least two years they're gonna they're gonna do their best. They're gonna rush it, but at least two years now. Technology, thank you, science, messenger RNA technology, vaccines are within a year. We dramatically reduced the amount of people that was going to die. Like, that's another stop sign. Like, understand if those vaccines didn't come out, 
the death rate would have continued to escalate. Hospitals would have ran down. Our, our food supply, our, our, our food chain would have shut down. Countries were in lockdown. People wasn't moving. Ships wasn't moving. Stock supplies were running low. People don't understand another year without the vaccine, the world was screwed. We were all in mm-hmm. a state of shit. Like for yeah. real, people don't get the, 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 the magnitude. Now, the vaccines come out and I'm starting to hear all this resistance and I'm going, folks, all of us now having this, this, this vaccine debate have at least, at least 12 vaccines, each one of us. The younger generation have a couple more because you were fortunate to get the MMR vaccine. I had to go through getting mumps and measles. You were, you, you're not, so you have a couple more. How does this argument even make sense? And I would, I would hear things like, um, I'm, I'm an adult now, I can choose for myself. But, but you survive based on the vaccines. How do you know? Look at the death rate before the vaccine. That it, it never made sense to me. So yes, we go down the road of explaining and educating and, and it's new technology, so we slow it down. We go through the trial, we go through all of this, but fundamentally there is no argument to be had. Hey, Cedric, you, you, like, you, you, like, I own my house, right? I own the property that my house sits on, right? Yeah. But I cannot decide to say fuck it. This my shit, and and just set the uh set the house on fire. I can't do that. Like even if I didn't have a family, let's say I'm, I was all by myself, I can't set the house on fire, bro. Because I got neighbors. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Exactly. Like. You know, what if a tree catches the tree tree catch the neighbor's house on fire and then his house catch the the other house on fire? You know what I mean? Like it's rules, like, yeah, it's freedoms. I like I I do own my house. Like I got the freedom to do what I want in my house, right? But that freedom stops once it starts to affect somebody else's freedom to live in a neighborhood where people don't burn down their houses and shit. Exactly. Uh, Am I hearing something wrong? Is somebody is somebody trying to say something, or is that just me? Oh, okay. I didn't hear it. No, I Um, just want just kind of piggyback on what Cedric was talking about in terms of like you know the the whole entire the global economy shut down immediately, right? Just in, in in an instance, right? And what we're seeing now, right, in terms of like the inflation that we're seeing is is just an, a result of our entire supply chain globally being disrupted. Right. So so all of these crazy it's, it's I, th- I think the the analogy that that I, I, I think I like the, the best is they say, you know, when a tsunami hits under the under the ocean. Right. It's like you you, you never see anything. It's like an earthquake that happens. But. You see the, the I guess the, the the ocean swells right, and the closer it gets to shore, it gets extremely more massive right, and that's what I think what we're seeing now, with a lot of the volatility and actually could potentially create a recession. I think some guys on the panel talked about that earlier right. We may end up 
falling into a recession because of that huge supply chain or that huge economic disruption from from the pandemic. Right. And we're just seeing that now. You know, and I, I sit back and I look at it. It's like because I'm a big, you know, I'm a big stock guy. I invest in stock, and I look back and you know at the time of the pandemic, and you can see, you know, you look at your charts and where it completely dipped. I was like, well, why was why wasn't I investing at that time? It's like that would have been great. You, you know why I wasn't? I was trying to buy personal protective equipment for me and my family, right? <laughs> I was I was I was panicking about I didn't know you know what what to do. Right. So yeah. everything else was out of the window. I wasn't even thinking about that, you know, so it just kind of lends credence to how how crazy it was at that time. And I say this is like a historical, I guess, sort of a a, 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 a moment right, that we're, we're living in. Yeah. I, I, and it's funny um, that you mentioned that because uh, I I worked with a couple it was it was two retirees um well they retired they just retired at the end of at the end of last year or whatever um but they were at the time when the pandemic hit you know they were getting close to retirement and so you know i would hear them discussing their money you know their 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 retirement money and you know they got scared and 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 they 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 pulled their money out and you know what i'm saying and and they didn't you know, it, I don't I don't know if they got they took a big hit or if they lost at all, but they wasn't making no money. Yeah. You know what I'm think, saying? Think, because think about the people at the bottom of that. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. People mm-hmm. that lost it all, you know. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy. man. It's crazy, man. And like I said, they was worried. They didn't know what to do, you know, but. In retrospect, like after it all panned out, they like, damn, they should have kept their money in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I just thought about that when you said that, man. It's it's so much. It's it's so much that 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 this this pandemic has put its hands on. And and um and and as me and me and uh, uh Cedric was saying earlier, man, it, it'll be three, five years from now before we are really able to appreciate uh, the real damage that's been done here for real. You know what I'm saying? I think this uh, pandemic touched at the fabric of our cultures. I mean, um, the World Health Organization, for some reason, chose uh, to adopt uh, the, the, the Chinese model, which is uh, these shutdowns and lockdowns. And the rest of the world adopted it. I know what it did to my little island. Like we, we are the freest set of people that exist. Like we, like you can walk on the street with a bear in your hand at six o'clock in the morning, and no one bats an eye. Like it's crazy, but but you're not gonna get arrested for for indecent exposure. Like like we like super super easy everyone is huggy huggy touchy touchy feely you know like you greet everyone it's a small island with 60,000 people so when the island was completely locked down shut down dutch military in the streets you needed special waivers to move from one spot to the next it was eerie the streets were dead silent people stayed in their houses and i was like folks you can go outside you need the sun, you need the fresh air. But people were so scared they locked themselves up in their homes. And, and I'm not talking about 
uh, uh, like living in the city because our homes are pretty much spread out. So people have room, we're in an open environment, but everyone was locked inside. The fear, you see the, 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 the hoarding by the supermarkets because they limited the time that you could shop. It was, it was crazy. And, yeah, irrationality, and yeah. Irrationality. And I was like, I was arguing with the, the Wu from the beginning. Like when my name is Soliga K9 on Facebook, um, <clears throat> most people don't know I have a background in, in, in biochemistry. So I'm analyzing the data and I'm going, no, 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 no. We're going the wrong way. We're not going to reduce hours. We want to spread people out. So we're going to extend hours. You know, you're going to shorten the, the, the working hours of, of the, the staff, less time of exposure. We're going to even create an economic benefit because by reducing hours, you might need more staff. Come on, let's, let, let's, let's approach this differently. The panic set in. We are accustomed of dealing with hurricanes. So what you do with hurricanes, you hoard people together. You limit the time that things are available. You instill curfews to keep people off the streets because of debris and damage. It's a different scenario with a pandemic. We're dealing with a communicable disease. We need to spread people out as much as possible. But of course, all governments panic all over the world. And we introduce measures to our communities that is not within the Western culture, Western concept. Lockdowns, shutdowns, handouts, free money, free food. It, 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 it goes against the fabric of what we are. And that's going to have consequences and effect on our psyche. Like I'm noticing the, the, the amount of traffic accidents is twice, three times of, as high on my island just because of the tension that the people, are, they're like post-traumatic stress syndrome and, and the mask and, and, and the constant uh, awareness having to, to, to sanitize your hands is, that this pandemic has had a real psychological effect on people. I know I was scared. I can acknowledge it. Yeah, think think about so, it, right? If, if you you know you go back to the very early stages of the pandemic, we're talking about the irrationalization, right? So you go to the grocery store, you see rice and beans stocked up to the ceiling everywhere, and then you go to the you know paper towels and the uh, oh, yeah, I guess yeah, the like, toilet paper, and all this is just gone. It's like Gone. it's like it's completely <laughs> irrational. Why would you buy tons of paper towels and, and and toilet paper and leave rice and beans on the shelf? You know, just being misinformed. Exactly, Misin yeah. misinformation. Not mm -hmm. having a preparedness plan. Not having a, a a national preparedness plan to educate the people, right? Mm -hmm. In mm -hmm. terms of how to react in those these kind of situations, right? So. Yeah, yeah and, and, and you know, great. and you know what that you know what that highlights, and and this brings my man, my 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 man from Hawaii, uh, 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 back into the conversation, right? Uh we have failed our education system in America, right? When you when you talked about the 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 beans being the beans and rice being full in the store, and and the, and the toilet paper being gone, right? Like we spend so much money on bullshit, right? But we don't pay our teachers worth a fuck, dude. And that's why 
you know, like it's hard to be a teacher, right? Teachers, teachers don't get into being teachers because of the money, bro. They get into teaching because of the love of, of, of teaching, right? And, and, uh, like we, we failed our education system. Uh, so for the corporations to win, you know what I'm saying? And this is why I'll be, I'll be saying like, we need to have more political uh, conversations because this all, it, it all ties in. Mm-hmm. It, it, it all like, and, and, and you said it too, uh, Brendan, you know, it's a political thing. We've politicized it. And, but, uh-huh. but the thing is, if if we go back, we got to, like I always say, go back to that tree we spray painted, right? It's the education system that we neglected. All this time, bro, we've neglected exactly. that. You know what I'm saying? We, we Our education system is geared to, to, towards producing uh, workers, not thinkers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if we fundamentally wanted um, correct thinkers in our society, fundamentally, we would have philosophy throughout our education system. How and, 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 do we and, and, Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, we're, I'm learning, we're learning what rational, what, 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 what logical fallacies are now. And I've been doing it a while. So I'm teaching myself the correct thought process. I'm, I'm learning to identify, hey, that's a straw man said, no, nope, that's a false equivocation. If we taught, if they, we were taught these things at an extremely young age, correct thought process, how do we evaluate what in our head? Our education system would be producing the highest level of academics around the world. Education system across the globe. I am fighting with the reality that for my daughter to get a sound education, either I'm going to have to dish out 900 bucks a month to send her to a private school on the island that has common core uh, at its base, but it's not, they don't teach about no God and Jesus. Otherwise, all the primary schools are religion-based. So I'm fighting with my four-year-old coming home, telling me she has to get on the telephone to Jesus. Mm. Me. Yeah. So now when my child at four years old is taught belief is more important than knowledge, you see the results of what we're dealing with today. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you see the, the, the neglect that's, that's been there through the society and it's not the and, and when we say and, and when i'm saying like this is not the teachers because most of the time no. the teachers is there trying their hardest uh spending their hard on hard earned money so that they can have the tools and in the in the things that they need to actually teach the class like i've been seeing that in the new i don't know if y'all have seen that lately right yeah. or in the past few years rather should i say um where it's common now, it's a common ground for teachers to spend their own personal money to get materials for the class. Investing so I, I, in their I, class. I comment on that. You're definitely yeah. right. 
You are 100% right. Where are we as a society, yeah, brother? bro? How, how you pronounce your name, brother? Say your name again. My man's this is Vision Halloween, man. It's just some rap mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, vision, yeah. vision. Yeah, that's crazy. Now, how? You Explain that. that to me. How did we get ourselves in this situation, brother? How? I don't know because the base salary, like I've been a teacher for a while, but the base salary is about like 40K they paying teachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely right. And then, and 30 to 40, top, yeah. And then mm-hmm. on top of that, you got to stock your classroom every year. You got to get books on top of that. Like somebody like me, I got to get STEM stuff. So I got to get STEM stuff for my archives in there. That's like $89 for that. You got to get, you got to get material. You got to replace stuff in the school don't reimburse you for that. And no. like, and, and it's just ridiculous how much people are struggling. I know teachers that are waiting tables for second jobs, you know, and they, they thinking about giving it up because they can make more money actually waiting tables full time. I, I got it's a concrete truck driver, right? Uh, I I, uh, I order my concrete from a, a ready mix company, right? And the the guy quit his teacher's job, like he went to school to be a teacher, bro. Like he quit the job because they pay him more money, you know, driving a concrete truck. Facts, you know, like and he just in the truck driving, dumping concrete, like when he was just like I'm not saying that's not productive like uh, okay he making he he not making 40,000 now he making 80 or 90,000 right but why wasn't the kindergarten teacher making $90,000 bro like that I, I that's my that's I my know. question that's my thing that's about crazy. it yeah. I a for, uh, we don't value we don't value the teachers that's the thing it's like yeah. you know like, I'm sorry go ahead Cedric, are you familiar with uh, Trivium? Trivium? Yeah, no, it's, a, it's a, a, a way of teaching where they teach, teach logic, reason, and rhetoric. And um, I mean, at the time, I, I didn't know this until I started uh, studying logical fallacies a, a while ago, but um, we, we are taught the way of trivium in school, but it's a, it's a matter of reinforcing it, you know, when your child gets at home, you know what I mean? And it's not, everything is not taught like right away. And matter of fact, let me kind of rephrase this a little bit. I, I never went to public school really. So I really don't know how they teach in public school. So let me say it yes. like that. I went to um, private Catholic school and I didn't come home talking about God and Jesus and stuff like that. They didn't enforce none of that stuff on, on us, but we were taught trivium, um, logic, reasoning, and rhetoric. We were taught that. And I, I realized like, a, as I get older, a lot of people, and I remember like damn near everything I learned in school. And I'm talking like third, fourth, fifth grade, stuff like that. I'm and the I same really, way, Jackie. Uh, a lot of people, <laughs> they like, oh, we didn't learn that in school. And I'm like, I, I learned it in school. I remember learning this, this type yeah, of stuff. Catholic, in, Catholic in school, school, you guys get a great, very classical education. You know, mm-hmm. well, in I, I terms really of that, that, you guys, you, did, you, did you get a chance to learn some Latin as well? I really think that the, the thing with um, <laughs> going to private school was that we had smaller class sizes and our, our teachers um, could be more attentive 
to, you know, what we did as far as how we learned and, and what we learned and what areas that they can focus on. But, you know, a, a lot of stuff, when you leave that school and you come home, you know, a, a lot of stuff that you are taught in school is out the window and replaced with um, superstitions. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, wait, yeah. there you go. Speak on it, Jackie. Your way of reasoning now is replaced by, well, I'm doing this this way, and this way might be wrong because this is the way my mother did it, and my mother said mm. it's right. You know? Oh, my God. So That's we, the black we, community we, all day. We are... You know, I I know that the education system in this country it is based on trivium, and that's a a way of teaching. I, I think it came out like in, I think maybe like the fourteen or fifteen hundreds. You know, so we are taught reasoning, logic, and rhetoric. But like I said, when you get home and you get around your friends and all that stuff, all of that stuff is out the window. And now you operate based on faith, which is that that religion. And superstition based on what your parents did, because they ain't know no better, and uh, peer pressure, and, and, and common it, sense, yeah. and and, and, yeah. and common sense too. Like and, that's yeah, this, this, that's this a bad thing too. Yeah, this <laughs> you I was always adult, that kid. And I it was follows you so much where kid. you forget these things that you learned in, in in school. These basic things and principles. Like I hear people talking about, well, I ain't learned how to fill out a checkbook in school. I ain't learned how to do taxes in school. I'll be like, man, we learned that shit in fifth and sixth grade. Most of the things we talk about on this yeah, channel and on this channel, yeah. we learned in, in high school. Yeah, I learned Absolutely. how to fill out a W-2 yeah. form and I have I, we, uh, the school I went to, McCool, it was mandatory for us to take a, uh, call a What's the school called? Financial, yeah, financial, financial aid class. You learn like, you know what I'm saying, like how to fill out taxes, how what a mortgage look like, and all that type of stuff. How to, you know, how to look for. You had to do like you had to like you got tasks to look for like how to uh, different steps of buying a home and all that. Shit. Yeah, we took we took basic biology. You know what what DNA okay. is, right? We yeah. know what physical science is, right? We we, yeah. we learned we and, learned all and these things take the civic in, in our basic don't take the civic yeah, test exactly right we learned all these yeah. basic things right yeah yeah I mean yeah. dissecting yeah. A, a frog we dissected the cat like so yeah. like I mean we learned about what a body plan is like you know uh, yeah, being I education I remember, is a, I a lot of different. things that come up in these conversations a lot of things that come up in these conversations that we should know like. It's, it's shocking to me and, and it's like man like the education system is not doing what it's supposed to do but it's not you know that, what one though. of the weirdest things if i'm sorry ahead, to cut y'all is that is that you know what when you graduate from i guess from one one uh, grade to another in uh public school um you know they get they give you a textbook right at the beginning of the year and they're like give get that back mm -hmm. you know? it's like no it's like you should be allow these kids to build them a library of, of books that they've built their education on. You can't. Wow. You can't, yeah. You know, yeah. It's like it's like okay, well, we're doing all this stuff on loaner. You know, it's mm -hmm. like you, you, do you do you really think it's like in terms of like the better better schools and, and no, they they don't do that. It's like okay, well, you you bring your textbooks, you buy them, you bring them, and then they're they, these are yours. You keep that yep. as a library. Even even like some of my early college um, courses that I took, right when I was I basically I was broke, right. I had to sell my sell some of my books back, but I didn't have any money. 
And I regret that to this day. You know, it's like I wish I were I had that book because I think, you know, I was in we was talking about some some uh, some philosophy stuff um, with Amber and we was over on um, on Bias's channel. And it was like, man, I wish I had that book. It was like I sold that book back because I I was broke. You know, what I mean? yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, that's that's the thing. That's that's what ends up happening. Right. It's it's like you, you, the kids don't get get a chance to build a, a sound library. I'm, I'm, I'm glad, you know, in terms of my like my parents, we had encyclopedias. This was like way back in the day. You know, we had Google was your world book encyclopedia volumes. Right. And, right. and and what it was like the ebony our our black we, I guess we just say our black history was the ebony volume of of black history. This is way <laughs> back in the days, right? So we all had that on the shelf, and we had these things, right? But you know, yeah, you, this you, you got to give the, the the kids the tools, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I say something yeah, about fair, that? Fair. About that. Montana, uh, Montoya, what's going on? I, I saw you come in. I, I forgot you came in and everything. Oh, My bad, brother. No, 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 ain't no stress. I just, mm. just a couple things that it's just a perspective because I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I'm big into education or whatever, but a couple things like even the idea that was just suggested, it's just, it's, you know, just keeping it honest is we forget about that teachers pay or the idea of giving away the books. It's just no budget for, you know, unless we as the American people to a degree, were willing to be taxed higher to pay those, pay those higher salaries. Because unlike other industries, it's not a capitalistic money's made. That's why, you know, private schools can pay more because they're in a different situation. So yeah, like the book, the um, school system doesn't want to do loaner books. They just do it by, to make it public education affordable for the public. That's just the reality. Yeah, they will gladly give away the books because the book companies want the money as well, but it ain't that simple when they're doing it out of taxpayer dollars. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and I think that's what we're saying. The teachers encourage you to take notes. Hold on, Jackie, one you know second, I mean? one second. I think that's what we were saying too, Montreal, because I and, and I, I I hear that, and that's what I at least what I'm saying. Like, yo, like we 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 voting for these politicians, right? And they give the tax breaks, right? Like this is our money that they making these decisions with, right? So they give the tax breaks to the people. They they give you know what a government subsidy is. That's 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 welfare, right? So they give welfare to people like Mark Zuckerberg and these billionaires and trillionaires. You know what I'm saying? Like they get the tax cut, the permanent tax cuts, right? When they should be paying and and, and like 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 yo like Mark Zuckerberg for the for the third year in a row is about to pay not twenty dollars. Not five dollars, not fifty cents. He's about to pay zero goddamn dollars in taxes, bro. Zero, right? He's supposed to be at least paying thirty percent, at least twenty-eight percent. I mean, come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to rob the nigga, but goddamn, bro, you 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 know you you, you, you are part of society. Like you right, use right, you use the infrastructure to make right. that money. You know what I'm right. saying? That that the, that the society. Oh no, hold on, my Troy that the rest of the society have put their money up to build. And you're using that infrastructure to build your empire with, and you ain't even, and, and fine, okay, you producing some jobs, fine. That's that's all good, right? But yeah. like, yo, you, you, you're not 
paying your fair share and we vote these politicians in, us, us people here on this panel, us taxpayers, right? Us American worker, the, the American working man, we vote these politicians in, right? And they are the ones who directly neglect that school system. And, 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 and we can't afford to pay that teacher. Like I said, like the, like, like the, the truck driver now that's making 90,000, right? He should have been making 90,000 as a preschool teacher. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, 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 after, but uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Can I make, can I make a suggestion? Can I make a go suggestion? Uh, I don't know if like, uh, there's a brother that, that's teach the younger kids to learn. He still learn? Uh, uh, uh Course, brother. Yeah, yeah, he's still on. Uh, hey man, uh, what's up with him? What's up with y'all? Yeah, my daughters, bro. They they two years old. I remember I I, I drew earlier. Uh, Corey, you said you struggled, you know, teaching your uh daughters or kids at an early age, like how to you know ABCs and you know color stuff like that, bro. You know, what I'm saying I suggest uh Achille and me, bro. It's a it's a it's a Tanzanian uh, cartoon that teaches like kids numbers, uh, ABCs, even how to fucking sing, uh, sing a Swahili, like count a Swahili. Like my daughter, they two years old, bro. They they can count a Swahili, bro, and they know their numbers up to them. They're up to down, like on up, it, bro. yeah, up to fifty. Uh, they know they know every bro. My daughters know every color, bro. Like you point to it, they know the color. Like like even my my sister, like we had went home to St. Louis for the for the holiday. My sister was just like you know testing my daughter, one of my daughters' brain. She pointed to her socks. She's like, "What color is that?" And you know her, her, her socks are multiple colors. She's like rainbow. <laughs> like whoa. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like they like it's yeah. it's dope. It's, 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 uh, I think it's originally was made for for Tanzanian kids to speak English. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it mm-hmm. get broadened. You know, it's now it's like kind of for everybody now. It's like it's it's, yeah. under, it's under Ubongo Ubongo Network, and it's because it's Achillean me for the younger kids, and they got uh Ubongo uh it's like Ubongo for the older, like a uh like probably like five six year old five year old. And it's mm-hmm. another one too, uh, a Nigerian-based uh, uh, program called uh, Omo Omoberry. You know, what I'm saying, this, and, that, and that one was really educational and dope. Like, cause at first, at first, you know, I'm saying, my, you know, a lot of these kids are watching that op- that uh, cocoa melon bullshit. Like, man, I said, my, I said, my daughter ain't gonna be watching this. I'm gonna try this black shit. You know, what I'm saying, Boy, that, that shit ended up being like being super educational, bro. Absolutely. I just to follow up and say about the, the textbook thing, though, that, mm-hmm. you know, it, of course, we can't keep the textbooks. And I mean, those textbooks were sanctioned by the daughters of the Confederate anyway. A lot of stuff in there, you know, the, the you know, you, you probably don't want to keep anyway. But I, I just wanted to stress the fact that um, the teachers do good teachers. Let me say it like that. They, they do encourage the students to take notes. You know, and those notes are, you know, substitutes for those books that they don't have. Nobody tells you to throw your notebooks in the garbage. You know what I mean? So, you know, after that grade go by, you still got that notebook. If, if you took good notes and, you know, after when you're going through um, something in the science book or in the social studies book, the, the language, the English book, you know, at, at the end of these chapters, you have questions, 
And, you know, you have to take like a little quiz or whatever. You know, we were encouraged to write those questions down and answer them. Sometimes we had to write them down five times and answer them, you know, stuff like that. So those those notebooks, if the, the children are instructed to, you know, take good notes, and these are things that have to be followed up by parents, you know, at the end of the day, you got to make sure your child is doing their homework and you got to make sure that your child is getting something out of that grade and from that teacher and from that school and from that school board. Anybody can go and protest the school board. And I mean, these are people that you vote for, the people on the school board. A lot of times you vote for the school superintendent and stuff like that. So you, you know, these ain't things that, oh, the government just put this in place and you don't have no choice. You, mm-hmm. A lot of times you, you do have a, a choice and, you know, who's leading these people and who's putting these people in place and making sure that they are following through with the education that you think your child should uh, receive. And one last thing I wanted to say, I don't know if anybody ever noticed this or not. And right now, for some reason, because probably because I want to talk about it. I cannot think of the number one name of this. Um, it's like a, a, it was like a tutoring guide or something like that. Not like a guide as far as a book, but instruction where they provided um, like teachers and stuff like that. But these commercials used to be on TV all the time before the pandemic, where you can get your children extra instructions and stuff like that. I want to say one was called A plus learning or something like that, but it was at least three of them that used to be on TV all the time before the pandemic. I have not seen one of those commercials since this pandemic started. You know, and a, you, a lot of times a, a parents, you know, they they younger and they coming from different things. Like I said, once you leave school, and I mean like leave school for the day. And I ain't talking about leave school after you even got a high school diploma. A lot of that stuff you learn be out the window and replaced by peer pressure, superstition, and, you know, stuff like that. You know, you, you have to um, make sure that you ain't sending your children to school with fly clothes if they can't read. You probably need to send them to school in some damn Goodwill clothes and spend that money you spent on clothes on a damn tutor. Uh, that's another thing. A lot of people, yeah, they learning now that they ain't as school smart as they thought they were, you know, and that leads back to like the original conversation with people misleading people as far as these anti-vaxxers, you know, you, you're not doing nothing. You in the office picking up the garbage. You ain't even smart enough to be, you know, a, a secretary, but now all mm-hmm. of a sudden you are expert in dissect, dissect, uh, deciphering information from a doctor when it comes to um, a pandemic and a vaccine, a lot of these anti-vaxxers, they don't go to the doctor. You know, they, they got a superstition where they think the doctor trying to kill them. You know what I mean? By the time they go to the doctor, it's, it's way too late to help you with anything. Think about all of the young people that die from like breast cancer, ovarian cancer. Uh, What's that cancer that men get? Uh, like a rectum cancer, prostate cancer, prostate cancer, rectum cancer. I mean, and I I noticed that that a lot of them anti-vaxxers they don't go to the doctor. So when it comes to you know, you should get the vaccine because you have an underlying condition. 
And if you didn't, you're not going to come out successful like this person that's perfect perfectly healthy yeah this person he's perfectly healthy and he got covid and ain't nothing happened to him and he's around telling people you don't need a vaccine you telling people that got diabetes hypertension they overweight they don't know that they got a lump in their breast you telling these people that they can fight a vaccine i mean fight a, a um a pandemic without a vaccine and they don't even know that they got underlying conditions. Some people be coughing up blood and refuse to see a damn doctor. Uh, yep. I got a, a, a co-worker <laughs> where her husband's passing out, falling. He can't walk and he losing blood. I would like to know where he was losing all his blood from. Matter of fact, she never told me. But anyway, he's losing blood and, and all of this shit. And he won't go to the damn doctor. Now, imagine if he would have got COVID you know, just from their daughter that go to high school and she still want to participate in cheerleading and hotel <laughs> parties and all of this stuff. This man could have died. He only went yeah. to the doctor because he passed out. You know, yeah. and they, they giving him transfusions and all kinds of stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, this your husband and you letting him bleed like this and all of that. Why you ain't force that man to go to the damn doctor you sooner? Grown, you can't make a grown man do what he don't want to do. <laughs> That's one thing I can't do. And if you my husband and we depend on you, it is going to be some serious conversation and we can in the yeah. car and we driving. I've, Where I've we going? We it. going to lunch. I've Hell no. Nah, we pulling up to the damn emergency room and your ass about to get checked out because we love you and we mm -hmm. depend on you. And it's not all about you. You got a family. So and, that's, and, that's and, all I want to say. And, and I, uh, and I hear you 100%, Jackie, because like I say, my wife is in the medical field and like, I, you know, she got to fight with me. You know what I'm saying? Well, you need to go get checked out. You know, you know, I, I complain about these aches and pain, you know, like I say, I'm in the construction business. So I complain about aches and pains and this and that, but, you know, I just don't want to go to the doctor. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got time. You know, I, I got this to do. I got, you know, I got to run my own business. I'm the boss at work, you know, so I just don't But it's one have thing time, to you know? put it off because you don't have time. It's a whole nother thing to know you've got these aches and pains and that you really need to go. But you mm -hmm. got this superstition because you think you ain't read not one damn medical paper or you don't know nothing about this person's condition, but you don't want to go to the doctor because your cousin said that uh, her friend, boyfriend went to this doctor and they killed them. You know, this mm -hmm. is how people in our community think. They don't even know the people they talking about who went through the shit. Good example is Nicki Minaj, her cousin, mm. boyfriend. You know what I mean? Do you even know yeah. your cousin, boyfriend? Do you know his name? Do you know his medical history? You, you don't know none of that. You not going to the doctor because of something you think happened to somebody else that you think you know and they told you. So now all of a sudden you ain't going to go. Like yeah. this is this is what I'm talking about as far as like when you leave school, all that shit, all of that rhetoric and reasoning and um, learning that you are taught in school how to make a decision goes out the window and is replaced by superstition and peer pressure. You know, yeah. you have people in the cipher, like when I'm growing up, how the government out to get you and all of this stuff like that. Why they got to do something like this to be out to get you? You think about all of these people that sat on their ass for the last couple of months getting money from the government 
they ain't say, well, I ain't taking this money because it's a setup. The government out to get me. No, no all I of us say that. Government they good. That's a the good point. Good now. Yeah, that's a hell. <laughs> That's a hell of a point, and I've never heard anybody make that fucking point. Man, I, you don't know that how was to grow the most killerest point you made. Like, you in the damn grocery <laughs> store, and you skip right past the damn vegetable aisle, and you in the damn frozen food aisle buying food, talking about the government out to get you. What about all this? Man. The white man makes you do that. The, the white man makes you buy all the frozen food. Man, I be manip- <laughs> boy, I've been boy, I be manipulating that government, boy. Shit. Hey, the, it's like your the government. government. It's, it's our government. You damn right. You better. You better. You better use, we gonna you better use, use that, that motherfucker. You know. What yeah. I'm Shoot. Hey, look. Hey, look. Hey, look. 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 To into the government. Shoot. My wife is single. We get food stamps. Fuck that shit. Yeah. There you go. I mean, whatever you can do. Like, I mean, I ain't. You know, like I said, everybody got to make it out here, bro. Everybody got to make it. Man, I know. I, 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 I know people. Why they give you wick? If they out to get you, why they giving you wick? You, you, yeah. you yeah. away yeah. and uh, impregnate yourself, and you can't even afford to be healthy. Man, I know. I know. The government that, I know. I know people that you need to put in your body to be healthy, but all of a sudden they out to get you. Man, 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 man I know. Sure people that healthy. that passed up that passed up the opportunity to last people. Because they thought the government, you know, they, they could have got a legit, like they could have got a legit, and they passed up on the I'm like, yeah, you, I said, you stupid That's crazy. You got people on Section Eight Ignorance. talking about the government out to get you, get them. Mm-hmm. The government can leave you. They can, they can leave you um homeless. You it's you know it's like a conflict of interest. So it's some stuff to me, it is it don't make logical sense and. It, it seems like the people that think the government is out to get them are the people that take the most from the government. You know what I mean? That you, yeah. you taking the most from them. You taking the tax breaks. You taking the free food. You taking the free uh, health care. You taking the, mm-hmm. the free uh, housing. You taking Man, all of people. These people don't yeah. even file their taxes because they're scared. Of, like, and then, and then, and then, when they finally do file their taxes, they get they you gonna get that penalty because you tripping. You need to file every year. I get mine every year. Fuck that. Get all my money. Yeah, yeah. They looking for that earned income credit. Mm-hmm. You know the government out yeah. the And I file taxes taxes the way. If you guys looking for a preparer, you know what? You know, you know, this time of year, I kind of get an attitude. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, no, I'm, I'm pissed. I, I, I realize, and I always <laughs> realize, and me, me and the government, we both Tax, realize yeah, at uh. the same time <laughs> that I made more money than I was supposed to make. <laughs> we, we're at odds right now, I'm thinking about it's like we giving away Christmas gifts and exchanging gifts, and I'm thinking about the beginning of the year. It's like, okay, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, tax season is coming. I got an attitude around this time, dude. Like, you don't, you, you don't, you don't, you don't claim your, you don't claim your kid. That that's not yeah, gonna help yeah, you, yeah. Corey. Corey, that's not gonna help you. Earn income credit. Claiming your kids. The only time you get an earned income credit is when you claiming kids. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that to me, that's unfair too. Why should I have to pay for your kids? I'm already paying for your. A, I don't think you can even do that at a certain tax bracket, can you? 
in a certain tax bracket, it don't matter no more. You no, know, no, it, no, it don't even. I mean, you do get it. it. You I get it. But that it's going to knock it out. It's not yeah. meeting yeah. that. This is over $100,000 that you're talking about. I you think know, this one go this black, year. This year it's gonna be better though. I might get back this year. I don't know because they they saying they because my wife's friend was just saying something to her about it, and so and she had a smile on her face. So I think that means good news. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm telling, bro. My big thing is like, okay, if, if 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 you break <laughs> even, Corey, if if you yeah. happen to break even, dude, that's a, that's a smile on your face, right? Yeah, you yeah. Gotta, you, gotta you know, kid. on average, on average, average I'm, I'm paying seven hundred. I'm paying yeah. seven hundred dollars. Oh, you breaking to, even? Like oh, twelve yeah, yeah. to seven hundred dollars yeah, yeah, a year even. in taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully, I break even. I don't think it's fair. I really don't think it's fair. I'm doing. I shouldn't have to pay. Yeah. yeah. You know, bring Bush back. I love yeah. Bush. That's it's like, yo, like, and then it's like, yo, like the, the, the shit, when you look at your, the, the deductions from the payroll, right? And it's like, yo, man, like y'all didn't get enough. Y'all thought y'all there really aren't any deductions. <laughs> really, like, like for really, all, all the deductions are really for, for like business owners, right? If mm-hmm. you're if if you're just regular income earning individual, right? If like at a at a certain tax bracket, you're not gonna be able to really make any deductions. That's gonna make a difference, right? No, oh, yeah, right. So, mm-hmm. Because they like said because it's just structured that way. And I think somebody said and that earlier, right? I think somebody said that earlier. It's like, hey, you know, Mark, who is it? Mark Zuckerberg. They said that he was gonna. Yeah. Pay, he was, I think it was you, Corey. You said he was gonna pay twenty twenty dollars or zero dollars. He's gonna pay zero. He wasn't even gonna pay twenty. He's gonna pay yeah. zero for the yeah, third because, year because in a row. He takes, yeah, he takes zero income. He doesn't make income. You know, mm-hmm. but when you don't when you don't take an income, you don't pay taxes on your income, right? He he so basically he found a loophole. Base, yeah, there yeah. exactly. <laughs> he he represents himself as as a, a corporation, right? And that's the yeah. thing. Like at at this point, like people they're I think the issue is that you have individuals tying themselves to corporations and 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 getting around the tax issue, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think that's that's that really originally wasn't the the intent of having low tax rates for for companies, right? And that's what's mm-hmm. happening, right? In, no, it is. Yeah, they're abusing corporate it. owners are tying themselves to these corporations, right? No, it is. So, it is the intent. It is the intent. Because at the end of the day, ten um, percent of the country creates the majority of the jobs outside of the jobs that the government creates, and so the intent is there is to incentivize them creating the jobs. So, so yeah, it's it's always been intended for that. You know, say Mark Zuckerberg, you know, they have fifty-eight thousand employees, so it's mm-hmm. definitely incentivized create a company to where you can pay. 58,000 people. We'll take the taxes from them and we'll he- hook you up because you but said... I, I, I don't know. That, that wasn't the tax, like, tax code. The tax code wasn't like that because they, yeah. they lobbied to get the tax code the way it is. That's right, the thing. The lo- it's, the like, it, it's, it's, it's not... It's, it's, it's not the lobbyists. It, 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 it's not that the government just volunteered and said, hey, here's how we want it to be. I didn't say that at all. It evolved that way because the business lobby... Pushed it to happen this way. Right? Uh, this, this so, so, 
So it wasn't like the intent of it. This, you know. So so hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, go ahead. There is no there is no government that just up and did it. The business class writes the laws. That's what the business class has always written. The Pretty laws. much. You you I agree with that. Right. All of these laws so, have since to they're be writing watched. the laws, it is the intent. But we 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 are right we are watched uh schoolhouse uh, right, growing up. They just don't put a damn law. Well, you can disagree, but that's who writes the law. Like, like, like if, you, if, you, if one of us were to write the law, not so to speak, but but they they lobbyists go and tell the the, the law writers right what what the laws need to be or what laws are gonna affect them in which way and which way they need to vote on what bill. So it's it's those lobbyists and, and you know what I'm saying. So it's right. that way. The lobbyists I, I, is pay the lobbyists is who does who gives them the money, the business class. So mm -hmm. so like if one of us, let's say one of us runs for Senate, right? And so we're new to Senate, we're gonna end up voting for a bunch of bills. We have we won't have a clue what's in it. We'll have people on our staff that are supposed to read and what's in it or whatever, but the the people that wrote the laws. Are from the business class, and so you're just told by constituents who give you money which way to vote. It's that simple. And the business class writes the laws. That's how the country's been from the very beginning. They write. They write a bill. The mm -hmm. bill got to go to the the Senate and all of that stuff and, and get right. approved. And it, it, right. it just don't. They just don't write a law. Okay, so what no, we, go we, we talk, okay, like okay, I said, man, a lot of this stuff we learned when we were very young children. Everybody's seen this shit on Schoolhouse Rock, how a damn bill becomes a law. So, right. So don't well, so, have it just so like that. When you actually find out who's behind writing it. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. No, it comes a law when it's voted on. When you figure out why the lobbyists spend so much money. Here's the constituents of these people that vote for this. We as the constituents have to hold these people accountable for things that they vote on or put in place that we do not agree with. The same like I was saying with the superintendent of schools and stuff like that. You know, we, we have to be more involved. But, but it's a little and different can, with this. Can, can I, can I just, Jackie, just add a, just a, bit, a one, bit of clarity? One second, y'all. One second, because I want to highlight something. It's a little different with the superintendent because the superintendent at school don't get don't have access to legalized bribery, right? And so when we're talking right. about uh, uh, lobbyists, the lobbyists, the right? lobbyists would never intended to have this, the power that they have yeah. today. That's why Go it's ahead, such man. a contentious so the issue. Thing I was saying about that's, the superintendent that's why, such, that it, it, that's why it's so contentious, right? If you that's always a, say, uh, a position that people vote for. When you look at the news, they always say, hey, how do we reduce the influence of lobbyists in, in Congress? Mm -hmm. how, do we, mm -hmm. how do we get them out of the bill making or either the budgetary uh, situations, right? Because mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's what happens here in Washington. Right. Well, because and, and, and you got you got people like uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi, yeah. uh, who who does insider trading, too. Right. So we, you got to consider that, too. Right? right. So they have knowledge about the stock market that we are not privy to, at least not in the timely manner that they are. Right. They know what legislation what's going to be in these bills and which way this legislation is going to push the right. market right and yeah, so sure. when they saw that you, you saw how nancy pelosi and them took their money out uh uh when the pandemic hit or where they, they did some funny business with their money and shit when the pandemic hit because they had yeah. prior knowledge 
Yeah, they, they they shouldn't even if, if you're holding public office, I don't think you should be allowed to, to trade publicly like that. Right. So we, because it just opens up issues. It just opens up issues. And and, mm -hmm. and like you say, you know, in terms of that's, that's in, something in that's being of, pushed right now is yeah. they're they're pushing mm -hmm. the no longer being able to do that. But that's but it's never gonna right. it's not gonna happen yeah. though. It's not gonna because the and, Democrats or the Republicans don't want that. No, you yeah, know what I'm not, saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it could be against yeah. their own interests, you know. Right, and, right, and, right. And, and in terms of like who runs the country, right? You you can always mm -hmm. know the bureaucrats run the country. People who run the country, <laughs> they're not elected, right? These are lifelong bureaucrats mm -hmm. running these mm -hmm. running these agencies, running these I've been in Washington long enough to to see them, right? So, you know, all of that Congress essentially runs the budget. Who whoever can influence Congress to steer the budget, that's what that's yeah. what happens, right? That, that's so, that's the bottom line, right? Yeah, that's exactly. that's the simplest that's what way happens. to put it. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's the simplest way to put it right there. Uh because everybody know. comes to Congress for money. Asian hate. Right? How mm -hmm. how how a bill get passed so fast on stop Asian hate? You think yeah. it, it, it wasn't the constituents? It wasn't those Asian people? These regular people that go and vote and put these people in office? If, if that congressperson was up for re-election, yeah, the constituency probably had a lot to do with it, right? But they always if, up for re-election, Corey. Not, 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 no, not, not that year, right? So sometimes, you know, they don't campaign as hard or, or, you know, they don't do as much as let, let me let me tell you something about Indiana. Right. So Indiana is a right to work state. Right. But when we wasn't always that that way, uh, uh, you know, like seven years ago, we was not a, a right to work state. Do you know every union member in Kentucky and in, in, in Indiana was downtown? Indianapolis, it was like 7 million people downtown Indianapolis protested, telling our representatives that we did not want to be a right-to-work state. Guess what Indiana is today? A right-to-work state. Because of the lobbyists who wanted the, the, the union-busting lobbyists who want to control the, the conditions of the workplace. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 the, and the lobbyists. Right, right. Well, think it about matter, this. It didn't I, matter that they had petitions with 7 million people down there screaming and hollering at them, telling them, yo, y'all work for us, y'all represent us, and we don't want this. They did what they did what we didn't want them to do because corporate that's why I say the system was never intended to work this way. Mm -hmm. Well, look at this. Look at Georgia. I live in Georgia now. That? Like, tell me I'm, what your basis is because, like, where are you getting that from? When we the business class is, has pretty much always just, the American system. So where are you getting that? that no, I'm saying, but where you uh, here, here in Georgia, we now have which we we were a red state, and now it's they think it's like turning blue. We now have two um, elected senators that are Democrats, and before this happened, you have Stacey Abrams pushing, uh, uh you know, the, the I love Stacey Abrams, I love her and, and stuff like that. <laughs> 
And think about our, our two senators before that. They both got busted for insider trading. They both got busted. You know, these people were not about to go to the polls and vote for these people that are, are crooked. Even if they was, what they No, they, they studied voting for Mitch McConnell's. They, uh -huh. they studied, they, like, Mitch McConnell's is never going to get voted out of Kentucky. Kentucky, mm. the teachers in Kentucky, the conditions, the working conditions in Kentucky are the worst. Mitch McConnell have single-handedly brought that whole state down. They're going to continue to vote his... It's no end in sight for Mitch McConnell. He's the he's the majority leader, like the, the, the Republican leader. He's the... Uh, actually, the, the Republicans has the minority in the, in the House, but he's the minority leader. But when they had the, the majority, he was the Republican majority leader. So people vote against their own interests all the time. It's because the lobbyists know how to market. They, they do things like name that bill that I just talked about. It was called the right to work. Don't that sound good? Like to an average person <laughs> I need the on right the street. the right to work? I, I would yeah. love the right to work, right? Why wouldn't you vote for that? Like, why wouldn't you want that to go through? Like, it's right to work. Like, and then, but, but the thing is, we don't actually read what it is. You, you know what I'm saying? And they depend on that. They depend. Yeah, you don't get those details in the pamphlet that, that Mitch McConnell hands out, right? Absolutely. Don't, you don't get those details. <laughs> well, of course, I'm just, and the example you gave is uh -huh. proof of how our system has always worked. And from the very beginning, the system, you know, the original people that could vote were land owners, business owners. The laws have mm -hmm. always been created by the business class from the very beginning. So I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. And men, don't forget that. that. And men, because they didn't think women were smart enough. And men, definitely, definitely. And men, you you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, yeah. And and but but like I said, it's easy. It's easy to get the masses to vote against their own interests, though. Right? It's very easy to do. Smart enough, they just exclusively wanted the rights left to those who quote unquote owned land. That's all they cared about. I mean, because you got people in Texas, right, that vote for Donald Trump. He, this nigga up here talking about, well, it's the Mexicans, and it's the Mexicans' fault. And, and it's the, like, bro, you got farmers in Texas, like, that's voting for them to put the gate up, bro. Like, don't, bro, you're not going to go get no white boys to go pick them fucking watermelons out the field for $3 an hour. Like, what the fuck? Like, people vote against their own interests all the time. Like, they, they screaming. You know, you got these people screaming, well, the, the Mexicans is coming in and they taking your jobs. And they are saying like, yo, they going to do the three million jobs that you black niggas and you white hunkies refuse to fucking do. Like okay. it's three million jobs in the United States that black people and white people are not going to do for no amount of money. They just refuse to do it. You know, it's too nasty. It's too dirty. But guess what? Them motherfuckers across the border gonna go do that job and guess what we as american citizens need them to do that job you know what i'm saying like we need that job done you know, you know like we need the bathrooms on the toll roads to be clean bro like when you're taking your family on a trip like you don't see black people in the toll road bathrooms cleaning the bathrooms bro you see mexicans in there doing that but we vote against our own interests 
all the time because but the lobbyists and the corporations well, have the did. money to market. Go ahead, go but ahead, you, go ahead. And you, wait a minute, and superstition, because for some reason, black people think Democrats gonna always help them and Republicans are against that, them. That too. That, that too. too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, at the end of the day, we're at the mercy of the business class. And your example of 7 million people showing up, voting for their interest, still did not win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so voting, yeah, like we, like if all you're doing is voting, you're, you're, we are definitely, if and again, myself included, mm -hmm. you are, you are on the small end of influence, and the country was started that way, and it still works that way. And so that's why, and you know what, and you know what, what, what these, what these corporations have, they build these super packs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. So the, the like, that's what I'm we can do. We, we got to put our money together, though. Like, I got to be able to say, Montoya, you know, it's going to be, you know, midterms coming up. How much you put on, on on here? You're supposed to be saying, I got a thousand. And, and, and that's supposed to be the talk of the town. Like, instead of getting ready, instead of me conversating with you, Montoya, about how much you're going to spend on your grandkids and your kids on Christmas, right? And you're proud to tell me how, you know, you're going to get the power wheels and the, and the train set, you know, and all this is adding up. And by the time you're done telling me, right, all the things you're going to do for the Christmas thing, right, you didn't talk to me about $2,500. Yeah, how, you know how what I'm saying? Work with, with the super PAC, because I remember, I remember that this is like a big point of contention, right? Yeah. It was like a limitation in terms of the, the amount of campaign yeah. contributions, right? Right. But if you if you create a super PAC, it could ex ex excel that, right? Right. So I'm I'm, I'm I'm totally against super PACs. It's called Citizen United. It's a bill that allows corporations to basically, um, you know, basically give any amount. So there's campaign limitations on what you or I could give. Let's say right. you, like, we're super wealthy or whatever. There is a limit on what we can give. But using the Mark Zuckerberg example, for example because they tie themselves to a corporation, there is no limit to what the corporations give. Right, so right. I'm totally against Citizens United because it, looks so again, the country is always, the business class has always ran it, but because Citizen United was passed, which allows those, corp now to the corporations don't have the limit, it gives even more influence by the business class. The country has always been ran by the business class, but you now they have- Stick with that line, ain't you? They have too much yeah. influence. <laughs> and that's probably why. Hey, but, but, but see, Montoya, Montoya, hold, hold on real quick, though. Montoya, um, the black community send, is send, already send, a super brother, pack, though. Put, put brother, brother Reggie the link in. He's he's asking for the link. Oh, oh my bad. Uh, Jackie, where's Jackie at? Can you, can you throw that link in there for me, Jackie? I can't. So, I can't, um, I see, I can't see the thing right now. But, um, peace, brother Reggie. Argument. A similar black, argument. No, I'm not going to argue, though. I'm not. I'm, no, I'm no, 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 no. I'm just throwing I'm just it out here. Just for the no, audience. No, the thing is, you're actually right about it to a degree. To a degree. Right. But I was going to say, the black, community, it's, it's, the black community already doing it for free. Our, like, we have super packed for free already, though. But go ahead. Go ahead, my story. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, mm -hmm. so I'm a big fan of, of our community becoming political independence because we could, we would have influence on close elections and and because of this our history in the country 
you're absolutely right, Corey. We should be having those dialogues about what kind of money we're putting up, and we could, and we could, and we definitely should learn to do it at least locally, because that's where politics really takes effect. But here's, you know, the unfortunate reality due to our history in this country. I get that psychologically, we're not going to put up a lot of money into politics because we don't trust it. I ha- I hate that, but that's a reality, and I accept that reality. However, we. Um, however, if we could become political independents. Uh, we we still would have a, a lot of sway because what happens is um, the um, we're we're the we're still the second largest voting um, block, you know, to whites, if you will. We're third we're third in population, but we're the second um, now. Fortunately, with the way things are going, in probably about ten to fifteen years, we will actually move to the second. Um, sec the third voting block, and at that point, we won't get no crimes from politics, but. At the end of the day, um, Citizen United, there's there's a there's definitely a big group that's still trying to break down the Citizen United bill that allows for those super PACs. I do definitely hope that passes because that just allows our voting system to come back to the people to a degree. And I'm talking about all people, not just black people. It's a very necessary thing because the business class can do what you saw happen in your state. I didn't know about those 7 million people showed up, but you saw it was all for naught because of the influence of the business class. 7 million or 7,000? I don't know. I'm just saying what Corey said. No, it was, it, was, I, I, it, was, it was 7 million, I believe. I don't know. That's what they said. I, it looked it like it. I swear to God. It was, it was downtown Indianapolis. I swear to God. And brother, you guys may not be um, tapping into your entire donor donor base either. I, this is the first I've heard of it. Send me your contact information. I'm happy to, uh, to donate. For sure. It, yeah, exactly. And if it really was 7 million you know, people there, how many of them 7 million people had the right to vote? I don't, well, this was. Listen, I don't know if if the numbers was right. Right, I, that that that. The thing was, we was on the front porch. You had at yeah, least so at least two million. It, let's let's say it, it probably wasn't that million. It probably wasn't that million. I mean, forget yeah. the million. The million doesn't matter. And the reason I say it probably wasn't that because you got to yeah. keep it. The march on Washington's, um, you know, will be four hundred thousand to seven hundred thousand, and that looks crazy. So I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't Boom, state capitals probably can't hold the same thing that the national, you know, the national, um, whatever you call mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. But either way, okay, that's so not, let me say this to Corey. Is, your bigger point is the workers basically showed up with petitions, mm-hmm. and his point is it didn't hold up. That's what it was. It was seven million signatures on the petition. Okay, that's, I, that's, that's, what, that's what it was. There you go. There you go. Oh, so the, the brother's point. Like his, but but it was a lot of people there. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. His constituents did not want it. Right. You you have this this go on, and you have the senators that the two senators that each state gets that that puts in place, and they you know have the right to do these things for the people, their constituents, right? So I think what a, a senate office is four years. So let's say in his second or third year, he uh, does something right. against his constituents. Shouldn't we bring that shit back up when he gets, it's time for re-election? We don't have to wait for an election year and only take into the account of what he did in the past 300 and something days. He should be held accountable for what he did for the whole four years. 
Yeah, six years, by the way, just so you know. That's what okay, they should. That's what they should be. I know. That's yeah. never how it works, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, I, I, I'm like, just right saying now, that. Nobody's concerned that about voting in the midterms. Like, nobody but, is concerned about the midterms. What we concerned about already is 2024. We're not concerned about the midterms right now. Yeah, we concerned so about the presidential race of 2024 right now. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, 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 we got, and we got young brothers in the chat talking about, hey, put in some, put in some term limits. What about the term limits? Can I can try I talk to, try to, to try to limit some of this power in Washington? But they, I mean, they have politics, it on, they have it right? on senators and well, you talk about term limits on how many times they can actually win. Okay, I got you. Not not this. Right. Yeah, yeah, I got you. But um, but to Corey's point, what happens is as as the people, we actually do it backwards. And it's but it's easy because it's just because of marketing. So it's natural that people are more concerned with the national election every, you every four years. Yeah, can I talk for a few seconds? Yeah, the, um, let me say this real quick and I'll be done. The, the reason we do it backwards is the national le election is the least that affects you. Locally is what affects you most mm -hmm. about your local government locally, then your state, which is all the midterm stuff that Corey is talking about. So we actually do it backwards. We focus on the national election and it has the least effect on our lives. Go ahead, Reggie. You, how, how you doing, Brother Reggie? Just let, let Brother Reggie, can you just join us and he want to add uh, uh, his, his thoughts. Go ahead, Brother Reggie. Uh, thank you so much. And peace, Corey, and peace to the family. Peace, peace. Can you all hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, wonderful. So I've written a, a book. Um, it's called the BlackCityPlan.com. You can go to the BlackCityPlan.com. And so let me give you my uh, quick take, a summary of my uh, the Black City Plan. The Black City Plan is based on uh, how uh, white groups of people rose to power, talking about specifically uh, all white groups, but um, but lately the uh, the Italians and the Irish and the Jews, um, they rose to power because of what the brother was saying uh, before I got on was we're doing it backwards. It's local uh, it's local politics. The key word to civilization, right? Or in um, civilization and civil is always cities. Um, cities is the is the factor that people don't really understand. City is the lifeblood of the of the nations. It is the one that delivers the taxes. It it it, it, it and, and it delivers the votes. City votes create congressmen. City votes create uh, senators, um, and city votes also create local um, local local laws. So what happens in the city is that whoever controls the local laws, right, uh, creates uh, controls uh, the, the lifeblood of that particular city, the economic city. All, all presidential elections, if you wanna look at it that way, it always um, comes back down to uh, cities. At the end of the day, they're looking at what the state votes are, but the state votes are com um, comp com comprised of big cities. Right, black folks live in these big cities. So black black people in these all of these big cities, because we help make the big cities function, we actually have more power than we know that we have. So um, now about the super PACs. Okay, so the Democrat. I'm not a Democrat, and I, but I am a registered Republican. 
I'm not a Trump Republican. I'm a Republican in the sense that I know that we can take over the Republican parties uh, in our cities, in our states. Um, the Democrats, and we have to do that, is because the, we've given the Democrats a free ride. And the Democrats have had power in the United States. Roughly, they used us during the civil rights period. But the only right, the only right that we actually have is to go to court when we are disenfranchised. We have no other rights. So if someone uh, takes your property or someone dis uh, discriminates against you, the only protection is, is to go to court. That's the only protection that we have. Um, and so it's incumbent on us to control our city laws to create what you call city human rights laws. Now, when you create city human rights laws, then that's, that has more power than your state and federal uh, discrimination laws. But what, what, the, what we don't do is we don't control our cities. You control our cities, we create mayors, we create city councils, we create de facto reparations within our cities in these big cities. And so when we're looking at super PACs, I wanted to get back to super PACs and I'll stop. What the Democrats did is that there is a core of white business owners and fluent politicians that are in charge of the Democratic super PACs. The super PACs are the people that have most control over the electoral uh, po uh, po uh, politics. They have uh, two votes to one. Uh, if not four votes to one. And so it's the super PACs that decide who the president is. Now, in the Democratic Party, do you know that um, super PAC members are not voted in? These, these people are super PAC members for the rest of their lives. So Hillary's a super PAC, Bill, Bill Clinton is a super PAC, um, uh, and many rich white Democrats, racist Democrats are super PACs, right? Now, the way you beat them, the way that you beat them is when you can, it doesn't matter if you control the city because then you control the votes. We have social media. Social media is something that terrifies, terrifies the, the, Democrat, um, the, the whole Demo democratic, uh, not the party, but the democratic process of the United States because now we don't have to run TV commercials. Stacey Abrams is that woman. She is trying to tell black people how, just because she's what she's doing in Georgia, she's doing for the nation, but black people are not, um, not, not paying attention to the power that this woman is telling us about. The, so her and these black women, not black men, black men are suckers. We, we suck the toes of white Democrats, right? This black woman is teaching black women who run households, who run their children, children are the newest black voters, right? To control the votes. Then everybody has to come back to us and make a deal. We don't understand our power. I think people should read the Black City Plan. The Black City Plan is better than any plan of the Nation of Islam, any plan of the so-called Moors, um, the Hebrews is not even a part of this thing. The fact of the matter is 
controlling your local politics. For Hebrews, Moors, Christians, their whole thing is we got to be a Moor first before we can control anything. So that doesn't work. Yeah, that, and and that's and that's all good points, and and, and I like the I like the way because you touched on uh, a lot of different things. You touched on one thing where uh, uh, Stacey Abrams, man, Stacey Abrams, God, is that so, like? It, it, and speaking of black, speaking of Stacey, Stacey Abrams, it's Black History Month. You know what I don't like about Black History Month? We only celebrate those who did. You know what I mean? Like, in order to be celebrated in Black History Month, you got to be dead. Stacey Abrams, we got we got real people doing real things. People like sisters like uh, uh, Corey Bush. You know, these are trailblazers. Um, these women who are being considered to be on the Supreme Court. Uh, God, I, I can't think of the sister's name right now. Uh, one of them is my favorite. I think it's like three of them that they looking at, but the one, uh, I really like her in her name. Her name slips my mind right now. Yeah, we can look at um, We can look Yeah, up. yeah, it's three that, that Biden, it's three black women that Biden about to put in. The one light-skinned sister, she wear glasses. Uh, yeah. I can't think of her name. But he, uh, he has, over the years, he has actually, mm -hmm. over the years, sidelined her um, um, just being a, a, a Democrat, he has to come now to the table because Kamala mm -hmm. Harris, Kamala Harris is one of those black women we thought that would be helpful to us, but she just ended up being a colored, uh, just a colored. She, she, she ain't even there. She ain't even she ain't there. Black, right? man. I'll consider her black. She's colored. Right? And, but even, even that though, uh, even, even that though, Jackie, she ain't even there. Like what did, what, what does she do? You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Like he put a lot of black men in, in jail behind all of those laws that uh, Biden introduced. Back her and Joe then. Biden both. Yep. Ask uh, <laughs> Reggie a question. Yes. Go ahead. I, I want to know what do you think about uh, Yvette Carnell and her pushing down voting? And before you answer, I, I just want to say that I think that down voting is something that black people actually really need to look into and educate themselves on what's happening into in their cities and in their neighborhoods and what's happening to them as far as um, the laws are concerned and what benefits they get out of their communities when it comes to the representatives that, um, that are speaking for them. And I, I, I in my opinion. Well, why don't you tell I, the people? I totally what, agree with that. And then I got a question after that for, for Brendan, so Montoya, and, people, and, and, and Reggie after that, after you get down. Why, why don't you just tell the people real quick what you, what you think downvoting is? Well, it, in my opinion, what I think downvoting is, is downvoting is paying more attention to your local politics and being more concerned with your local politics than thinking that you need to show up every year to vote for a president. I mean, it's short, you know, I'm trying to keep it short, but to me, that's what, what downvoting is, you know, you know, the, the, what the president is doing on a federal level and him doing stuff like that is the least of the concerns of you when it comes to the benefits and things that you're going to get when it comes yeah. to your, your local politics. I mean, things like keeping the library open, just simple stuff like that. So 
to meet us what is represented by downvote, you know, paying attention to who your mayor is, who your local representatives are. You know, I spoke about senators, but we have representatives too that represent every district that we live in. And we need to hold these people accountable for what they promise us when it's time for us to vote for them instead of just giving them a vote because they're a Democrat or because we see them on TV all the time campaigning. So that's okay. what down voting is to me. Okay, so if I'm so, wrong, let me know. No, you're, you're correct. But but what she's doing is she's spinning, she's, she's spinning a strategy. Her strategy is we'll let these people know that we are we're going to downvote, right? And right. if you, if you want us to vote for you, you need to come to us, right? So that has always been Yvette Carnell's strategy. And she wants to be, uh, instead of running for office, she wants to be the, um, the powerhouse. She, she wanted to be like, uh, like a Stacey Abrams, but her, um, but her strategy failed in, because what she tried to do is try to get all of the uh, Democratic presidential candidates to pander to her to make to make a deal with, 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 with that was the Edo strategy, but it, it failed because she herself was looking at uh, presidential uh, politics, right? So Yvette Cornell doesn't have really a plan for black people. So I think that you should, uh, the black city plan is a fact that plan that whether people read my book or, or, or take any action, it's happened in New York. We have a black, now we have a black mayor. We have a black city council person. We have a black lieutenant governor. We have a um, we have two black um, DAs in New York, right? And we have a black man in charge of education, right? But niggas are still killing each other in the street, uh, selling drugs, not knowing that the power is in our hands. Yvette Cornell is trying to push her platform, so she's basically trying to be a super lobbyist. I wouldn't, uh, and then and then what she's doing wait, is wait, she's- Wait, wait, back up one second. I'm not really asking about Yvette Carnell. I'm asking about the, the whole idea of us focusing more on downvoting and paying attention more to our local politics, not really her. Right, so- I'm only, I only use her name because uh, I, I heard it from her first. No, I understand. And so what I was trying to say is, let's get back to understanding how to run local politics. So in New York City, we've kind of figured uh, we've kind of figured it out. We're we're kind of late. Again, we have black mayor, black uh, police chief, black uh, uh, educational chancellor, a black lieutenant governor, black two black DAs, all local politics quietly, following Stacey Abrams' uh, plan. So um so rather than um. And so now we're, we're actually, so local politics focus on understanding local politics rather than, and then everybody will come to you because in any presidential congressional uh, Senate race, it's, it, it comes down to the numbers. And the, and the black people in these cities, we are masses of social media. We get, um, pseudo killers gets more views than uh, their networks on a on a day, right? Sinetta gets more views. Um, our social media is the new voting machine, and they haven't figured that they haven't figured it out yet. I'll stop. Thank you. 
Thanks, Reggie. And, and yeah, yeah, I wanted to um, ask you and, and Brandon and, and Jackie, pretty much everybody on the panel, like, uh, and, and, and especially you, Reggie, um, like with the Black City program, um, how does gerrymandering affect, because you, you brought up the fact that we have the power through those cities, like you, you got majority of black people living in those inner cities, right? And I agree totally with that. But with the gerrymandering, like, and, and I'm not, and I'm just trying to grasp this. So, so maybe Montoya or, or, or Brendan or Reggie could, could help me out with this, right? How does the gerrymandering affect that? Or do you think that would affect something like a black city plan, like, like the way you're talking about Reggie? Um, taking advantage of, of being in that inner city and having that, that broader population, right? Uh, I think that's what, what the whole thing is, right? How would the gerrymandering affect that, though, bro? Yeah, well... Any of y'all, any of y'all. Well, I, I, can, I can answer really quickly. Okay, so gerrymandering worked with traditional politics before uh, social media, where basically... Uh, you're, you're actually using gerrymandering to elect a congressman or a senator, usually senators, because senators, you, I mean, I mean, sorry, uh, congressmen, because you get more congressmen per population, right? And not to, cut, not to cut you off, Reggie, but they're using a the word redistricting too. Now, is that the same word or, same or, or is that two different things there? Yeah, so redistricting okay, okay. is how gerrymandering okay. works, right? Okay, okay, okay. So, so, but now we are social media beings, right? So, uh, so, so, so now we, we can, we can live in, uh, we can actually uh, live somewhere else and vote in a city, right? Um, because we can have two or three residences, right? Um, or we can influence voters, right? From different locations. So gerrymandering really is for congressional power. Uh, congressional powers through districts, right? And so when you change the line of the district, you you change uh, what what voting population is in. So that 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 the, the the problem with that is that first it was white against blacks. Now the gerrymandering, the the white folks are trying to seduce the Latin population. Usually when the Latins get in in um, in power. They they usually act white or coalesce uh, to the um, to white establishment. So then you have AOC, for example, in New York, uh, and she has got nothing. She got a big goddamn mouth, but she's not underwritten one bill. She has no support, right? Um, instead of getting someone else in there, even a white person would be better than AOC because she's no. not. Go ahead, pushed, go ahead, Reg. I'm totally Go ahead. She's not even pushing out one goddamn bill. She's she's just a loud mouth that likes to show up and she's using it for social media. And what happens is, you know, when you're a when you're a congressman and a senator, basically a one-term congressman becomes a millionaire, and a senator is on their way to become a billionaire, right? So these people have used AOC has used social media to get herself in. Um but but it, it all goes back to gerrymandering is is uh, it, it is it works better for example in rural places like in the south 
where they want to control southern cities, southern white cities, and um, and and create like a, a de facto kind of segregation, right? Meaning the white people in charge, they 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 hire white police officers, sanitation firemen, they hire everybody white, and that's the way they want to keep it. Now what's happening is because of social media, uh, if we have the right strategy, we can defeat gerrymandering, right? And we sh shouldn't be living in white communities and neighborhoods anyway. It doesn't work really well for us. Um, so Georgia is beautiful because Georgia, you can move into you can move into uh, black suburbs. So there's so many black suburbs in um, in uh, um, in Georgia. And Georgia is a um, Georgia, like this uh, sister Jackie was saying, was red. Now, now it's blue. We don't want it to be. We don't care if it's red nor blue. What we want is to be able to um, to have some power. So, um, uh, to, to, so we don't care if it's red or blue. I don't care um, sometimes because all black people in office is not good. All Latin people in office is not good. All white people in office is not good. We have to understand semblance of uh, local politics. When you control your local politics, you control local laws. Local laws is, um, is, is what control. We live, eat, die, sleep, get educated, get married, have children, all in cities. Control your cities. Uh, then we have, uh, um, we, um, and, and it doesn't mean uh, in a black city, just be black. If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna put um, put in jail black criminals, right? If you're gonna care about, oh, um, the, um, 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 Janie's Janie's son, um, he he's all right, but he just murdered somebody. No, a black murderer needs to get uh, um, the black sentence because he's killing black people. Right. If a young Absolutely. dude is running around with guns, the nigga need to go to jail because the gun is only for black people. It ain't for white people. So if you're a nigga and you got a gun, it's to harm a black person. It may be to defend yourself, but for the most part, it's to harm another black person. And nigga, you need to go to jail. If you're selling drugs, nigga, you need to go to jail. Like we like we can't just we can't have our cake and eat it, too. When 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 and the outcome is. Girls, um, um, young girls are being prostituted. Young dudes is getting murdered based on a color of not their skin, but the color of their t-shirt. Right? Hey, man, I jump in to answer Corey's question, man. Because, be honest with you, Reg, man. I, you know, much as I, I applaud you on the local politics part, but you have a lot of personal politics in this thing that ain't answering the question, man. I just got to keep it a buck with you, because unfortunately, um, when um, the civil when the um, voting's right at got shot down it definitely opened up gerrymandering it affected um atlanta terribly it affected north carolina terribly and so what happens is because they didn't keep the voting right act in place then gerrymandering can have a huge effect on even on 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 politics and it already happened we witnessed it like if i were to show you so how can you talk about the give me the, the like the yeah. example like you talked about the georgia thing like yeah, because yeah. I'm 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 new to this part. Uh, yeah, like, uh, okay. Like for example, if we were to, like, if I show you, like, if you were to go see in North Carolina, like in Charlotte, how they redrew the district, so they literally, like, in Charlotte, is the, the the one that's in North Carolina in Charlotte is the worst one I've ever seen. They literally have a a voting district that, they, so they redraw the line, and it looks like a circle, but the top of it 
looks like a um if you can, I'm trying to tell you how to say if you can imagine it. it so imagine a circle but the top of the circle has a big um like a a one little string loop like instead of it closing there's a loop that goes up and captures basically oh, what it okay is. yeah i see i see what you're saying yeah 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 so what happened was um there was a little run when the, you know when the housing market was good and blacks were moving up up a right above charlotte like right above it so they went and drew them and put them in the district so they could not influence the next district. Atlanta has a weird track like that. If you were to see Atlanta's line, you're like, why is this Why is this little line up in Atlanta? Because they definitely isolate Atlanta. Be, you know, for years, they've isolated you know, Atlanta or uh, whatever, obviously, thanks to the work of um, Stacey Abram. You know, it's not necessarily a blue state. It's kind of consider purple if you will or whatever that's kind of where she's gotten it to or whatever because for years they had isolated atlanta through gerrymandering and it's, it was easy to do once they shot the voting rights act down so gerrymander can affect even the stuff that i'm suggesting and definitely can affect the stuff that reggie's suggesting and i agree with a lot of the local stuff he's saying but we would be naive to act like that voting right act getting shot down did not fuck us up because we sit there and watch them do it for the last eight years since it got shot down they redrew the to ensure the black vote stayed in one district they've done it all over the country and, and, you know, I'm so ignorant on that because, like, with my state, Indiana, right, it's a red state, right? Mm -hmm. And the black vote is such a minority here that they don't really have to do any gerrymandering. Like, right. they don't have to strategize right. the way they do, like, in places like Georgia. So, right. like, I, I was not totally familiar. You know, to me, that's not so familiar here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that was it's not that. Voting yeah, right. Voting right act, we were focused on... Are they giving us the right to vote? That was never the case. But the biggest issue was what they were allowed to do with gerrymandering once it got shot down. Like all the other issues that was getting pushed publicly for whether we needed it or not, they were just hiding the fact that they were going to start back gerrymandering. And they showed and, up. And, and, I'm, and I'm seeing though, like, um, and, and like I said, I'm on the outside looking in. And so it's, it's seeming like that, the fruits of that labor, that gerrymandering, is coming to fruition now because now you have people with bad ideas that maintain the office. Like before you, yeah, like, exactly. even, like, be, like you even being a Republican, like in a Republican state, like you still had to have good ideas, bro. Like you couldn't just go right. up there and say, Hey, the Mexicans. And then everybody love you and clap hands. And you know what I'm right. saying? And you, you know, like right now, that's all you got to do is say the Mexicans. And now you you voted into the office now, like, and that's due, and 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 you know that's due to 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 it seems like to me like that, and and now that you confirmed it, it's due to the gerrymandering to, to yeah, being able to to draw the map the way you want. Well, I want to ask a question. I, I want to ask a question. So, uh, so uh, ahead, besides what my politics is, uh, I'm fifty six, going on fifty seven years old. And um, my politics is black politics. Um, I'm, a, I'm a member of the organization Afro-American Unity, Malcolm's organization, and I've Dope. been black politically minded for 30, 34, five years. 
Okay, so where 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 does gerrymandering mostly affect? So now I just want to ask a question. Gerrymandering affects what 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 office? City, state, congressman, uh, senator, presidential. Where is where is gerrymandering most harmful? It, it could Congress. be. It could be all of those, bro. It could be all of those. No. But he, you answered it earlier. I think you did say kind of, it was more of a congressional yeah. type deal. Like, yeah. That's how they got uh, Cynthia McKinney out when they mm. redistricted the that's, you know, that's my, You know that's my family member, right? Just to throw that out there. I ain't trying to, you know. I don't believe that. Yep. Well, you should. He's <laughs> an amazing. Um, we have some amazing, amazing black women. So gerrymandering. So I did answer it in the um, in the beginning. It mostly affects Congress, um, Congress people, right? Um, the congressional vote. And why is that important? Because of the, the governor vote. vote. It can affect huh? the governor vote very well. It can also affect the governor vote very much. Definitely, well, definitely. Well, um, but no, it counts. Well, it no, counts on whether how it was done within the state because it varies. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't. I don't think it's consistent across the board. Because I understand. Because gerrymandering, uh, gerrymandering is setting up is basically setting up um, districts. So you manipulating know, districts. Something else about just general voting, but I also said social media. Social media now is important on the voting rights bill. That's another question that I think that you um, that that was asked about the voting rights. The voting the voting rights bill has a lot to do with uh, presidential politics, right? More less. It also, less it also cut out gerrymandering. Once they devoted it down, they they immediately redistricted the lines. Like what I'm telling you happened in, in North Carolina happened. Like it was in two months after the voting bill ran down that they did it, and the whole time when he would when they was even pressing and saying, "Oh, we're not gonna do it. It's not necessary no more." They, they always it. do because it was important for it was important for uh, the if you look at the line from the um, from the president down from the federal. So the federal is basically the Congress and the senators, right? Um, but as far as, uh, as, as, as how does it affect, how does gerrymandering affect how does gerrymandering affect uh, um, the governor and the and this and the and the mayors? So so basically, okay. once you isolate the votes, so whereas when you're having a governor, because a governor like think about a governor vote. And so when they're having the vote that night and they're saying, oh, we're waiting for this district to come in and we're waiting for this district to come in. We're waiting for this district to come in. So like, for example, in Atlanta, if they don't redraw the lines, some of those districts could have went to Stacey Abrams. But if you redraw the lines, you already know the Atlanta district is going to go to Abrams. And now they really got to wait and see what the suburbs do because they redo the lines those some of those districts, there's enough black people. If they didn't redraw the lines, that some of those districts could have went to the to to Abrams. No, but the district they're not counting the votes by district, right? So yeah. it is. It, it's not like that. That's right. why when Tori said that every you know uh, an election year, and I was saying that every year is an election year, is because every year you got somebody to vote for. You got a congressperson, a, a junior senator. A, a senator or, or somebody in your local government, 
that has to be held accountable to its constituents. That's why I say every year is a, an election year. It, it, it's just not what the federal government does. So, so, so that's why I So that district also, that district also could vote in a senator at the state level if they wasn't redrawn and isolated. On the state, on the state, the, the, on the, the Congress, the Congress person for your district is the one that's going to speak out for your district. Now, let me say this: my first job as a thirteen-year-old, I worked for the district of my my <laughs> county. My very first job as thirteen years old. And I, I learned a lot working for the district and I learned how where the laws was drawn and I learned how, you know, one side of the street was one district and another side of the street was another district. And, you know, in, in one district, they were doing um, housing development where the people in that district, because of who was in charge, they put a program in place where these people got, um, at this time when I was 13 years old, they was getting free um paint for their houses they were getting uh free um windows free locks and stuff like that for their housing because they wanted to uplift the district and the people that was on the other side you know from the, the district you know on the other two sides in a different district it, it looked totally different now as a result the people in my district they also lobbied for new housing so you know, as a kid, one of my jobs was to go around and, you know, sign these people up to make their housing look better, you know, and when the housing looked better, then the district came in and they built in our, in my district, they built all these new houses. So in my district, it was all these new houses, but on the other two sides, it looked terrible. So that's how I learned about the, the district thing. And, you know, it, it's the Congress that's doing the district. So when they redraw the lines, when they redraw the lines, that's going to affect you as a homeowner. It's going to affect the, the, you know, the um, the benefits and the subsidies and you know things like that that you get to make your district look better. They ain't gonna right. go across every district right. and say, and oh, when they redraw all the lines, when they redraw the lines, we all, for example, let's say all of us on this call, if they redraw the lines in a way where we all got, we're all represented by one dude. Whereas if half of us on this call go move north of a city, we could have who we put in place and y'all could put who y'all need to put in place and have two people in Congress that's working for the benefit of us. But if you redraw the line, we all got one person for all of us. Well, my only point was that even though Congress person, that's, that's over the district. That's my only point. That the, it's the Congress person that's over the district. That's like I, I don't know if y'all remember it's, this or not, Congress. but like, no, it's, um, local, it's state. It's state. That's state politics. Like, when you only have instance, one one representative Bush, for all the black people because they redo the line. That's state. That's state politics. No, that's that's yeah. that's local. And yeah. I'm gonna give you an example. That's my when, point. So um, you saying level and I'm saying no is it the local level that you have a, that the redrawing of lines fucks you up no, only when Donald for... Trump got into it with uh, John Lewis before he died Donald Trump made um, he made it a point to point out what was going on in John in this... Lewis's district and he was not wrong 
Donald Trump was not wrong. Right, but, 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 but that got that nothing to do with that man had been in north of Atlanta that could have put somebody else in in addition to John Lewis's district. The only reason John Lewis is representing all of those people is because of how they redrew the lines. No, well, they didn't redraw the lines there. They redraw the lines on the outskirts so they can uh, they can put more of those rural people in there. The the, the redistricting didn't affect um, John Lewis. John Lewis had been in charge of that district not, for damn near forever, and, and nothing changed. And I've only been in Atlanta. I only been in Atlanta for twenty years. I, I'm not from Atlanta. New York. And what I'm saying, what I'm nothing saying, nothing has changed in John Lewis's district. Not what I just said, it like shit. Not, and when Donald Trump said, said that he was not lying, ma'am, I'm here. It is. I'm talking about that above Atlanta, people move to above Atlanta. Mm -hmm. They're represented by John Lewis too. They no, they wasn't. Be. Go look at it. Go pull up if you're on a Google, if you're on a map now. Go look at how the Atlanta voting line is drawn. The shit's it's got a little track that runs up north. Well, I, I just want to. So you ask. trying to see that in John Lewis's district, it represented the county of Gwinnett? Because that's where the white that's where the white money at in Gwinnett. John Lewis so, represented Gwinnett County. Is yo, that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying Gwinnett County. I'm saying look at how that's his north. You said north. Listen, that's listen, north. Okay, okay, let me finish. Go look at how his district is drawn. Just go look at how it's drawn. And you'll be like, why is there, why is his, why does his district catch part north? Why is that called Atlanta? It's it's a it's a funny ass line. The line is well, crazy as hell. I wanna, I wanna, well, I just wanna chime in. So here's here's the here's the point. Um there are incumbents uh uh, or older black uh, politicians that basically, or is like the, the free Christian, the free Christian in the uh, in this in this in the in the South. They enjoy privileges uh, for associating with uh, white people, right? So they don't have any new ideas. They're pretty much getting their orders uh, from, uh, so people like him uh, uh, need to need young, there's so many young black college educated people out of uh, jobs that they need to take these uh, positions. Uh, I disagree with uh, Yvette Cornell's politics, but I don't disagree with black women and young black people uh, making careers in politicians to understand how to outthink them. It's just a thinking game. And I applaud Jackie. Jackie, uh, Sister Jackie is on point. She, um, the, so the thing about when you're a congressman, all these congressmen and senators, they get uh, budgets that they give back to their constituents. Their constituents. 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 It's late at night. It's all good. It's the pseudo killers here, bro. It's all good. Say it for me again. I can't get it. We know what you're talking about. It don't even matter. So what they do is, so they reward their constituents, right, with this, with this fund that they get. So the federal government gets all of our taxes, and if we're not watching it they use their taxes for space and uh for the for for military and for controlling power 
But when you have good representatives, you can push money back into those communities. We're just not, we're just not uh, politically minded to, to, to go to these Negroes offices and put them in a headlock, right? And the, but in the world has changed. You gotta understand when Malcolm X lived and died, there was not one black city mayor. It was only after 67 with Stokes that we got the first city. So we didn't have to do organizations anymore. We used our organizations to elect elected official mayors. And so now the world's changed. Now, 2022, we're supposed to be the most advanced high-tech Negroes, right? If I want to use the word Negro, but most advanced high-tech Black people ever in the, in the history of the United States. And we are... Uh, uh, we, we're still uh, um, the majority of it, but I do applaud. Um, um, uh, look, Stacy Stacy Abrams used to, needs to run a university on black politics that people get degrees from. The redistricting is only for really con congressional money because that was the old school way of getting federal money. Right now, cities tell the goddamn congressmen, right what to do now. It's not the same. Powerful city mayors or more powerful, the city mayor in New York is more powerful than the goddamn governor of New York, right? Because the governor will not be in existence if he can't get the New York City vote. So he has to cater to the New York City mayor. So I'll stop and maybe, you know, and listen. Or even just to follow up on what you just said, uh, Reggie, right? Not, not only just the, the mayor, go in and have a, a conversation with your city manager, right? Uh, I, st I started um, in terms of my career was state and local government, right? In terms mm -hmm. of like, you know, the, may the mayoral seats and the, you know, mm -hmm. the, um, what is it, the, you know, the city council, right? A lot of times, you know, you have these, these, these cities, the city manager has more power than any anyone, right? Because they actually control a lot of the budgets in these cities. They actually, you know, work really closely with the finance uh, offices, right? So, uh, you know, you, you'll be surprised at what you can do. You can walk into your, your, your city hall and have a conversation with the city manager and what you can get done, right? And the community boards. Yeah, for sure. So like in New yeah. York, so for example, with Seneca Village, if people don't know, was a historical black uh, community uh, uh, that was uh, that they did eminent domain and they kicked black people out. You see, it's part of Central Park. And so I walked into a community board meeting with a Dr. Leonard Jeffries and said to the community board, look, um, Seneca Village, even though it's not in Harlem, it's, 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 uh, you have power. And so because this was a community before Harlem, right? So uh, you need to get in there and, you, and we need, and so we forced the, uh, we, we forced the white folks in charge to, uh, to, um, uh, to, to, to create Seneca Village signage, right? And to put Seneca Village back on the map, right? So local politics, even on your city level, your city leader, your, those type of things, those type of things equate to power. And, and, and so what, what we are actually talking about is, is power. So someone like Yvette Cornell, um, there's good and bad things about her, but she's smart. She knows about power. 
we what we don't understand is all this YouTube stuff that we're doing and all this that we're creating discord to educate people who would not normally be educated to get to them so that we can get them to do something besides oh, like when you click or like that's the same thing as clicking uh clicking a candidate I hope y'all know that I hope y'all know that that's as powerful if I can get somebody to like you're gonna, like, gonna dislike too <laughs> correct that's, Early that, in the comment. that's correct so it's the whole thing about it is social media is allowing us to be able to take action right a click a, a like a dislike a comment guess what to vote a person in is the same amount of goddamn energy <laughs> yeah, but yeah. black people Reggie, don't want to fill out this skip all around the cut the, the question Reggie but it sounds like you agree with Yvette Carnell when it comes to downvoting it sounds like you agree with downvoting since you know you well, know since you I, if, I, if I could ask you just a big a, a piece in terms of what I think about what uh, Yvette and I guess her, her ilk was sort of suggesting with downvoting. I, I, I think what, what they were really doing, they were trying to really highlight the importance of, you know, I guess, you know, you would say the down ballot. I don't think they were, yeah, I, I don't like how they say the well, just, okay, just do the down voting. Don't worry about the presidential ticket. I don't, I don't think they should have done that, right? I think what they're what they really should have done is say that, okay, well, you should, you should look down ballot and don't overlook the state local and city government elect electoral situations, right? You're um, correct. You know, they I think they 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 they, they sort of skewed it when they said that well yeah don't 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 worry about presidential presidential politics is important, right? But don't overlook these other pieces as well. You know I could yeah. I, I think right. it was mixing it up. So yeah. the down voting was a very simple strategy of trying to wait the Democrats up to that we were willing to make a move and not just rock with them. And so downvoting is very simple. Don't vote for the president, vote for the rest of the ballot. So, and and I'm not, and it's not about whether I agree with them or not, just, uh, just, just miss, you're just, you're just kind of missing the strategy. So what happens is because their whole play, which I, I am going to agree with this part, their whole play and focus is about reparations. And so, it, in order to wake the the party up, because because in their belief, they they believe similar to me in this sense that they they in a sense prefer that we would be independents. However, based on how the parties are situated right now, and based on their public policies, they think the win for reparations would be with from the democratic side that's what they think again they're not necessarily democrats that's just what they believe because their whole focus is reparations however Can I ask you a question oh go ahead what's more important uh federal reparations or local reparations federal because local local can't local don't have enough money to pull it off um you know they've been successful with a couple with they've been successful um Yvette have been oh, successful. Why, why do you say that why right. do you say that right why, why, right oh why does what why do I say that? Yeah, why do you say that? Yeah, because yeah, local, yeah, local doesn't have enough money to pull off the amount of reparations. That's, oh, that's so, so reparations. Uh, wait a minute. I think that reparations is more, is not yeah. just almost about money. And I I, I'll bring it up again. When I was a kid, me and my, my friend, we used to go to the library all the time. The library was, we loved the library. 
And I remember I was too young to understand politics at the time, but I remember the big political thing that was going on. It had nothing to do with no damn, nothing that had anything to do with federal. It was it, it, local elections and they closed every fucking, I'm sorry. They closed all the libraries in the black communities. That hurt us. You, you, but, but I don't know. You'll be surprised. Right. You'll be surprised how much of your local stuff is is funded federally. Even the right, even but the local control is. You asked me about the blue eyes. But, 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 you know, even, even if it was, even if it was a local sort of reparation, they they would we ask for the money for from the federal to get this yeah. money. We we not voting for this federal money on our own. We voting for people to go to Congress and advocate for us to have this money. And, uh, another thing I remember as I got older, I remember Kmart wanted to build a, 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 um, a big super center in our neighborhood, in the hood. They tore down all these people's houses. They, re they tore down the streets. And as soon as that lease that they had or that, that deal they had with the, the city to put that there, where they wouldn't have to pay no taxes or none of that, they left a big ass empty building and a big ass empty parking lot. And black people blindly voted for that because Democrats said it would be a good thing for us. And it wasn't. So, so I, I just want to end this with this, Reggie. When I was asking about Yvette Carnell, you know, I, I, I never, you know, my, my, I never gave my opinion on it, but I, I never looked at her as, you know, as really concentrating on a federal level or, um, uh, you know, uh, anything like that with the down vote. To me, what she was saying with the down vote is making sure that the people that you put in office to control where you live at lives up to their responsibility. So that's what I took from you know, down, the, the so, idea of down voting. We, we, don't, we don't have to go to the damn polls and put a, a person into office just because they're a Democrat and expect for them to look out for us in our communities. And like I said, I didn't realize all this stuff until I got older. You know, I'll be, I'll be honest. I didn't realize all that shit until I moved to Atlanta and seeing how different things was. Because being from upstate New York and having white people run everything and depending on white people. And then when you get a black person in office, they don't do nothing that they say they're going to do. It, it was a totally like a culture shock to move from upstate New York to Atlanta where black people was in charge and see shit totally different. Whereas black people still wasn't getting nothing. Oh no, nah. hold up, Atlanta, hold up. Atlanta, Atlanta is the, a whole black city. I like, know that. Everything in Atlanta is ran by black folk. Like Atlanta is the new, like new black Wall Street, if you want to be real about it. Atlanta is doing a lot of major things. I don't know, I don't know. Um I'm not gonna, cause I don't know you, and I just, I just jumped on here, and um, I don't want to uh, go the wrong way because I don't know exactly what the conversation is about. But what I'm gonna say about Atlanta is, Atlanta is a new black mecca. I, they doing, they doing major moves in Atlanta, like they doing major things politically in Atlanta. Do you live? No, in I have, Atlanta? I have family in Atlanta. I have, I have a. I have cousins. I have. I have a lot of family in Atlanta. I don't live in Atlanta. No, I live in. But uh, having family in Atlanta is different from being affected by the laws of Atlanta. Yeah, it's totally different. Yeah, I, I understand yeah. that. 
understand it's like talking about I, Africa. It's talking about Africa, and you live in New York, and you never traveled. So the, no, so the no, 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 not true, not true. Because I have traveled to Atlanta, and I have been in Atlanta for. Um, I, I spent a lot of time in Atlanta. I, I felt that. I felt that the, shot, Reggie. I, the I power of Georgia. <laughs> the, the power. The power of Georgia is is uh, Atlanta is important, but but the some of the counties around Atlanta, right, or. Even Atlanta, probably. Atlanta, pretty much won Georgia this year okay, and, and, in the twenty twenty election. Talk to him. He don't know. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I think I do. This is like literally my subject. So, I mean, yeah. we can we can go all the way in on this. Like literally, Atlanta is what what won the Georgia election. It was they. I, mean, I, I forgot the name of the county. But um, it was the the counties that's surrounding Atlanta. All those counties are the ones that actually won the election this year for Georgia. It's the counties around Atlanta that... And including Atlanta. No, 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 no. But you got to understand that Atlanta is the epicenter. Yeah, Atlanta it, is it, the center we, of all that. People are moving. Atlanta. No, 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 yeah. no. People are moving to a to, to that region for Atlanta. They're not moving that, that to they that region for Atlanta, but they live in the counties. That's that's Most true. Of them people that you're talking about, yeah, it's all a part of it, right? They don't live in Atlanta, right? It's, it's the uh, same thing when you talk about DC. It's a different. Right? It's, it's, it's it has a collection a of, of suburbs around DC and yeah, all this. And yeah. metropolitan Atlanta, it's a big difference. And you know, I lived in the city of Atlanta. Now yeah, I live that, in that whole region, though. That whole region is controlled. I don't it's think. Dude, I think you have to do is just pull it up and, and look, go at, look at the voting. For the mayor of Atlanta. Just look up the vote. Hey, look up hey, the hey, numbers, but li- right? listen, listen, everybody, Enjoy. listen, listen, everybody. I'm I'm gonna close out the show because it's twelve thirty. I gotta go to work in the morning, y'all. I, oh. I, but I, what I will say is, hey, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk Sheffron into doing a lunchtime, uh, a lunchtime show. So everybody on the panel is welcome back to continue the, the conversation. Y'all already know, like politics is is other than uh, uh, astrophysics is my other, my favorite uh, subject. So I really enjoy. I learned a lot from everybody tonight, from each and every person wanna, on the panel. I want to salute. I, I want to salute um, Jackie. So whatever Stacey Abrams has done, you got daughters and sisters like uh, sister Jackie they're on I, I wouldn't say if you were if you're not right or you're half right but I think that uh sister Jackie is uh is is definitely uh uh is, uh someone that uh we should have often when it comes to uh, uh politics not because she's yeah. a woman or anything just because she's she knows the later land and she knows the language so yeah tomorrow, I give a as a pseudo on- killer Hey, can I give a shout out to Montoya as well? Because he did the breakdown of uh, the uh, the gerrymandering in terms of that piece because he, he gave a clinic mm-hmm. on that, right? That was mm-hmm. that was extremely informative, brother. I appreciate you for that. That, that was that was really nice. Can you read my free book, The Black City Plant um Black City Plan dot com? Hey fellas, can we do a, can we do at least sure. a week on 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 just straight politics? Can we just do a whole week on just what's going on in the country right now? If it if it's up to me, bro, we got that. We we gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? It need to be um, done because that's the most that's like literally important. We we damn we really at war right now. People just don't understand what's going on. Russia has done a lot. The whole 5G thing, 
That's Russia. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it has to do with anything. It, it has to do with uh, propaganda. Propaganda well, is the first stage of war. There, there's some things. What I'm there's saying is we're at war there, right now. Will, like literally at say, war. What I will say is there's some tension going on with Russia. And that's a, that's a good thing to bring to the po- political uh, uh, conversation. Oh and, yeah, they uh, propaganda have been fucking us up since the beginning of the pandemic. They've been putting the propaganda out there. The whole reason everybody hate Hillary Clinton is because of Russia. No, I live in New York. Fuck Hillary Clinton. Yeah, right? man. Yeah, n- Clinton. Nobody really. Nah, nah, anyway, no, fuck he, Hillary Clinton. I, I'm, I'm sure he did. A help. lot of the reason why people are saying <laughs> that is not because of their own thing. They didn't come up upon that uh, uh, by their own research. What happened was Rus- Russia did a propaganda campaign against Hillary Clinton. Where you live? Yo, it ain't about living in New York. It's not really about living in New York. She was running. She was the Secretary of State for the whole country. You don't know nothing about you don't then then I mean I, 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 I think I do brother Reggie come on now I was going to give you when hey, I came on hey, here I wanted to give I, I wanted to give Reggie big up hey, we, we, we come and you know why I wanted to give Reggie big up hold up I got I, I still got to give him big up even down. though he talking shit. No, 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 no. Let me say this. Let me. I gotta say this, because Reggie was right about something. Reggie was all the way right. When he was talking about, remember early in the in the uh, pandemic, Reggie was the one that came out with the thing that was saying that the uh, the virus might have came out of the laboratory. Now I've been following the data. I've been following the uh, intelligence reports. The intelligence reports saying that it's a very good chance that it could have came out of laboratory. Reggie might have been right the whole time. Yeah, Unc, Unc and the pseudo killers beat me up, but. But listen, we could be friends. We could just partially disagree. Hillary, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna continue. We're gonna continue the conversation. I'm gonna try to talk Chef Renell into doing a lunchtime thing. So I, all of those points sounded very interesting, and I wanna I wanna have that for the lunch uh, show. I wanna apologize to my brother. It's it's just that we just have a little difference of opinions, but. It'll, it'll that's what, and that's that's what we do over yeah, we just here. Gotta that's, that's how we just got to listen to each other, yo. You didn't, you didn't hear my point of view yet. It, you know what I mean? No, you haven't fine. heard my point of view. It, that's all, all it is. Fine. I want everybody to say say their closing statements. Uh, go ahead, true story. You you say some closing statements, brother. And we're going to let everybody close out, man. And we're going to continue this advice. Go ahead, true. All right. Uh, I just I came on late. This is actually my subject. I love talking politics because there's a lot going on. There's a lot of propaganda. There's a lot of stuff going on that we need to actually talk about as a people. You know what I mean? So I hope we do continue this conversation. You know what I mean? Uh, Other than that, uh, I got a YouTube channel called Global Explorers. If y'all not following my page, I got a nice little travel page. If y'all like to travel. Like I live in Mexico right now, so I got a lot of Mexico stuff going on. So, I mean, yeah, just, you ain't never said that, man. We would have been and subscribed and and and, and uh, promoted your page and everything. No, I said it. I, at I least said, I, I never. At least I never heard. You. I yeah, never people heard probably you. never yeah. cut and never recorded. But yeah, yeah, I got a YouTube channel. That it, 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 you know, I, what I do is I promote businesses here in Puerto Vallarta. Right now, during mm-hmm. Black History Month, is I'm gonna promote every black business down here. You know what I mean? That's the that's my goal for the whole month of February. 
You know what I mean? It's a nice little vacation spot. It's other than, I know a lot of people when they come to Mexico, they like to go to Cancun or Tulum or Playa del Carmen. But this is the other side. This is the Pacific Coast. This is the resort town on the Pacific Coast. And it, this is, it's amazing. It's like beautiful down here, you know? What's the name of your page? I must subscribe. Global Explorers. Yeah, everybody subscribe, you know, Global Explorers. And, uh, Definitely, I'm definitely gonna subscribe. Check you out. I'll be. Uh, I, will you do you go live or do you just you? you no, nah, I need your, to go uh, live. The only reason I don't go live because they don't have they, the Wi-Fi sucks down here. Me having an American, I have T-Mobile, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't have a Mexican phone plan, so right, I can't right. get a live feed like that. But if I, I'm gonna get my, uh, I'm gonna get a Mexican phone so I can do it. Yeah, yeah, right on. All right, go ahead, uh, uh, Brother Reggie. Um, go ahead and say some closing words, brother. Appreciate you coming on, though, True. Uh, go ahead and uh, say oh, some yeah, closing words. I'm, I'm, I'm listening every day, yo. If I'm not on here, I'm definitely listening. Well, I would oh, apologize I to anybody that I may have offended. Um, I, oh, man, come on, man. We don't do that on the pseudo kill. They didn't push I ain't offended, bro. Already, I ain't offended, bro. I understand you, I've been watching you too long. <laughs> they done put me to debate mode. You know, I got nah, I done watched you too long, bro. We we ain't no we just have a difference of opinion right now. You ain't no ain't uh, no I major did, thing. They done made me a goddamn Marine Special Forces. I gotta I gotta go out <laughs> first against everything. Uh, uh I don't even want to mention because uh, I don't want to well anyway. Listen, I um I, listen, I respect y'all. That's why I come on here to 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 listen to what what the pseudo killers and, and, and the community has to say. And I, I pay for it. I could be doing other things for income, but I, I pay for it just to listen to younger, younger people who are at the front line. I'm not going to be here that, uh, that long, um, you know, just because of my age and my health and stuff like that. But I, uh, the, the time that I give, I give you my best thoughts, right? I, uh, and, and, and when you're able to prove me wrong, that's a real good thing because I think that I've been around and had some great teachers. And so if you prove me wrong, then you're expanding uh, uh, black thought, right? And so I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate you, brother Reggie, man. I, I appreciate you coming over here, man. You know, we give you shit, but you know what I'm saying? That's just that's just what we do, man. We give everybody some shit over here. Yeah, man. that Mediterranean so, stuff. We want we <laughs> to Real, uh, real we, talk. We, when Reggie came out with the re, with the information about the lab, I thought he might have been like, yo, like Reggie don't know what he's talking about. But Reggie might have known what he was talking about. Yo, y'all got to read these reports. Y'all got to read the recent reports from the FBI that they really don't know because China is not turning over enough information. Mm. For them to decide whether or not it came from nature or did it come from that, the land. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, we're gonna, have, we gonna have to dedicate two shows to that. That's <laughs> so you get shut two down. shows. You get shut down. Go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But we won't Jack. get shut down because we're speaking the truth. This is like real truth. It's like intelligence reports that tell this detail this shit. That's why you get yeah. shut down. I get the truth. I'm giving out my yeah, last but go, words. Go ahead, Jackie. Go ahead, Jackie. Say some closing words. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna close it on out. Go ahead, Jackie. And then Brendan, you can I, you can say I, some I closing words. Reggie. Thank you, brother Reggie, for recognizing me. Thank you so much. 
And I, I really think that, oh, and thank you, Corey and Sheffrey, for letting me um, participate in this show. And I really think that the conversation about Black politics and um, education and how it affects, you know, early education, how it affects children and how it leads to, you know, how we um, politically govern where we live, I think that um, should be a focus for pseudo killers. You know, y'all can't always attack the damn virus. Y'all gotta uh, attack how we live in too. And that plays a major part because there's a lot of black people out here that's dying from the virus. And the reason why is because a, a, a lack of not admitting to what they learned because they think they learned it from white people, so it might be wrong. So I think that should be a, a focal point of the pseudo killers. And, you know, more focus should be on the politics of us, not politics, period, but the politics of us. And I would appreciate it if somebody, Corey, Sheffreen, CK, anybody, one of y'all pseudo killers, you know, just made it job business maybe once or twice a month or something to, you know, have a show and, dedicated to you know us governing ourselves you know because we we need that education here you know we can't have this going around all the time you know that our parents or whoever the hell was superstitious about politics and doctors so you know this is a something that we take into adulthood without doing the studies itself because politics is a science too you know don't don't forget that and to that, to that, to that comment, Jackie, uh, y'all run the channel. The the audience runs the channel. The the channel goes towards where the audience pulls us. So this is direction, and but this is one of my favorite things. So I would, I, you know, you ain't gonna get no objectives from me. Like I would <laughs> definitely uh, be willing to to do that. And and a lot more often, actually, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm all but, in. I'm but all definitely, in. definitely, you know, the audience, uh, guys, the we come in with a with a subject matter, right? Like I did earlier, but you know, once we once we open up the panel, you know, y'all guide the conversation. So, just to let you know that too, uh, Jackie, you could always steer the conversation um uh, towards politics or wherever wherever the, the 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 crowd goes we goes you know well, so. i'm here i'm here most of the time but i'm not always able to speak you know so mm -hmm. I, that's why i'm thanking you for actually letting me speak this time because i was actually able to to come on and, and speak so i really do mm -hmm. appreciate that you know i'm not a pseudo killer i don't have all that knowledge that y'all have and do no studying and all that stuff but you know it is something that I feel that I could add that is beneficial or you know just something that people could look into and I, I suggest that people look into the whole idea of downvote and, and how we can hold these people that we put in power and I'm gonna say power because they do mm -hmm. have some power that we put in power over our neighborhoods or whatever you want to call it, you know, what they give us, what they give back, what they promise, you know, we, we should blindly be given votes, you know, so that's all I got to say. Thank you. P appreciate you, Jackie, and everything like I, we don't think uh, 
we don't recognize everything you do for the channel. So definitely, and don't and 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 put your uh, uh, cash app in there too. Uh, I want to hit that, and and we're gonna be hitting that, and and everybody in the audience, like 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 I said, Jackie, hold us down, like so, hit that cash app. But go ahead, Brendan. Uh, you want to say some some closing words, and then Montoya. Yeah, just just briefly, I say, I just backpack on just what you say. Everybody just support the channel. You know, it's like, hey, these guys take time. These are working gentlemen, just like myself, right? They they take time out of their day to bring us content, you know, to bring us edu- education, right, and, and entertainment, right. So and, and and plus like today's I think today's conversation was really good because I, I learned a whole lot right in terms of just the politics piece because I just sit mm-hmm. back and just listen to people that actually I think you know in terms of Jackie Montoya and and Reggie they were act, they're actually activists they work with the community you know and they and they they have some some experience in these fields so yeah that was really really I think uh, educational for me. Um, so, you know, I say, I, I really appreciate that. And let me say, Hey, it's great. That was a great show. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you, uh, uh, Brendan for, uh, everything you bring to, to the channel, uh, all the knowledge and, and, the, uh, the and I level would say one, one other thing I would say, Hey, anybody you having problems in your community, don't, don't hesitate, march yourself out to your city hall. And talk to these people, these representatives, your your city managers, your, your the the clerks, the county clerks, these people that are in the law offices, and your hey, even your county commissioners, right? Down south, that's a big thing, right? The county commissioners hold a lot of sway, right? Don't don't hesitate. These people work for you. Go into these offices and and ask for assistance, whatever you need, and and and, and bring your grievances to them directly. You know, you you'll be surprised what you can get done. And yeah, can I add on to that real quick? Mm-hmm. Um, what people need to do is literally go to their community meetings. Your communities have board meetings like almost every month. It's, uh, people don't know about them because we just don't participate. What we need to do is start sitting on these board meetings, make decisions for our own communities. You know what I mean? We, we'll we be able to vote in our own community just because we're in the board meeting. You know what I mean? What we're not doing is participating. We're not participating in the process. Brother, we're, 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 we're bucking yep. the process. Mm-hmm. And I don't I believe agree. we need to. I, my, my whole goal right now is not to buck the process of elections. What I think we need to do as a people is literally elect our own candidates, like come up, find our own candidates, people that we know that can run our communities, that we want to run our communities. And have them run for election. It literally costs in, in Merle, I don't know where it costs everybody else. It costs two hundred dollars. And all you got to do is get a, like one percent of the signatures in your community to be able to register as a candidate to to be elected. Like it's not that hard. It's really not that hard. You know what I mean? We can really put our own people in in front and actually have our own people run the community. We need to stop telling our kids not to be the police. We need to tell our kids be the police, be the lawyers, be the mayors, be the judges, be everything. You know what I mean? That's how we take control of this country. That's how we start making laws that benefit us. Definitely, definitely. Go ahead, Montreal. Uh 
Say right, cool. those words and then stew peas. All right. You know me, I like to be accurate. So I just wanted to show so down ballot is a candidate for an office listed below the most important office on the ballot. So down ballot simply meant in the national election is you vote for everybody except for the top position on the ballot, which in this case, the past general election was the president. Again, just I'm just highlighting. Um, and and the, reason, the reason I'm highlighting and reading the definition is because even what the brother just said, um, I, I'll just throw out that it's a process of doing both, in my opinion, when you're talking about running our own people. Well, because the two parties have such a stronghold, mm-hmm. there is a process. And this is what I, and this is where I agree with your vet and tone is you, you got to wake the party up to the fact that you won't just do what they ask. And so she just wanted to scare the Democrats and have people not vote for the president just to prove you don't, you can't just get our vote because unfortunately they won't listen to you if you're not willing to vote them out. I wish it was as simple as running another candidate. It's, it's, it's cheap to get on the ticket, very expensive to win a race. And so what happens is if they can't count on our vote, they will actually have to deliver something. So that's why I'm a fan of what Yvette Cornell. I, I hear you, right? But but say the wrong candidate gets back on the ticket. That's not benefiting us. You got a lot of white supremacist stuff going on right now within within the politic realm. If the wrong right. candidate in the but office, that, fear you know what I mean? Even if it is for four years, you know what right. I mean? They still yeah. going to affect our fucking lives. Right. I know. I heard it. But that is the, that's that's what the Democrats currently use to ensure they make us turn out. So what happens? Oh is, no no no! It's not the Democrats right now. It's clearly oh, that. Uh, oh, 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 we, we close on the Republicans. Very clear. Not, not debate. Not debate. Closing out. We close out. Stupees has not said something and says. We started the show. I didn't even know Stu Pease was still alive, man. Go, go ahead, Stu Pease. Say something, brother. I was listening. I was listening. I was listening. Sometimes <laughs> I don't have to talk. I can't listen. He's I right. listen just as well as I talk. Um, I appreciate everybody on the panel. I appreciate the brothers. I appreciate the sister. Um, a good show. And it's, it when 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 two or more gathered together, we can't call it church. Not because we're not saying hello to Sky Daddy, but we use the church in the beginning as a learning experience and the opportunity to con- have a conversation with you guys is a real learning experience and I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Thank you, everybody on the panel. Appreciate it, Stu Peasy. One thing about Stu Peasy, he always keep it 100 with me, man. So I, I appreciate Stu Peasy and, and what he bring to the table. I just want to say, man, like, uh, you know, I, I really wanted to to uh, highlight earlier on the earlier show, right before the, this this politics show, right, um, which the, which the earlier show led into politics because uh, it all ties in together, right? Um, I wanted to highlight the responsibilities we have as fathers, right. And not to disclude the mothers, right? But, uh, you know, I just wanted to highlight the fathers, right? The tough guys, right? Um, the ones that don't want to go see the doctor, right? The ones that's too tough 
to, to go get stitches for the cut, you know, that he got cut. Don't forget to get and, teeth put in their mouth. Right. Going to the dentist and, and all of that, right? So this is for all of those fathers, right, that, you know, that have those people that's that's looking out for them. That's that I mean that's uh that's dependent on them, right? We don't want to leave them uh before um we they prepared to be to be left. So we wanna um just think about the decisions we make and I know everything we we we, we as Americans we think we free we think all of this you know what I'm saying uh, it's my right, and, and 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 I'm an American, but we ain't thinking about ourselves, right? Our, our our families. We only we only thinking about ourselves at that point. So, uh, just think about that as fathers. That's my closing statements, man. Um, I I, I want everybody to man uh, tune in tomorrow, man. Like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk Sheffer and L into to making that 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 lunchtime thing. Uh, if y'all got Sheffer and L on on Facebook, y'all hit him up. Tell him Concrete Corey said get that lunchtime thing cracking, right? But uh, yeah. I just want to say to everybody, man. Uh, a liar make it halfway around the corner before the truth get out of bed and get his pants on. So let's get up and get it out, y'all. Peace. Right. Hey, schedule you a physical, you filthy animal. Right. <laughs> <laughs>